Uh, no intro. My name is Paul, oh. <laughs> and with me is Nathan and Hank. <laughs> Yo. I think you should just Hank and special occasional person. Or not special. That's debatable. That sounds <laughs> egotistical. But, uh, hi, I'm Nathan. I'm here now, this time. You're kind of Who egotistical, knows? though. It's true. Egotistical, even. Uh, well, okay. See, I'll, I'll, I'll accept that as Barb, because it's a little depreciating, and <laughs> that brings the ego back down. Right. You were dubbed Ripsore in your absence. Yeah. Ripsore? Yeah, like... Like R.I.P.? When we decided oh, to kind of come back and do this more regularly, <laughs> one of the first things is, like... Uh, where's Nathan? Like, rest in peace. It's like, no, not rest in peace. He's not fucking dead. <laughs> like, I just talked to him. He's fine. Everything's fine. He'll be yeah. here when he's able to or wants to or whatever. Don't worry okay. about it. Okay. But no, since I'm not tweeting all the time either, like, I must be dead. That's the only. That's the only solution. I see you jump on every now and then. A little, yeah, a little bit. Uh, sometimes during online hour or when I'm at work on occasion so yeah uh between 1 and 2 p.m that's when i allow the internet to creep in here and then i go ah put it away because Mm. i I will spend all day if i uh, yeah i had a problem i don't know like a reddit problem or something yeah all of it was just getting up in my head all the time so it's just like no i'll just put this around i've been reading a lot more books it like it was almost that cable guy moment of just like Oh, well, this is dead now. What do I do now? Oh, hey, here's a copy of Moby Dick. Let's start reading it. Moby Dick's boring, though. Are you it's done incredible. it yet or what? <laughs> no, I'm like halfway through it, and then I've read four novels to like not have to keep reading it. <laughs> like, Herman Melville is so obsessed about weird minutiae details about whale hunting that I just like, I, this is so boring. I will read this entire novella instead. I will read. Like, all of Mrs. Dalloway, which is this Virginia Woolf, like, stream of consciousness novel that I was supposed to read, like, five years ago in English class and didn't. (laughs) So then I'm just like, I'll read it now. Anything is an escape from Melville's incredible drive. Well, I mean, you read me, like, you were saying, like, okay, this, I remember at work, you're just like, okay, so this stuff happened in the last chapter. This is, like, the start of the next one or, like, the next paragraph after that. It's just, like, something, like, ripped out of a fucking essay or something about whales of just like what the fuck is this <laughs> there's so much like it's it's weird like i get I'm, I'm trying to justify why there's these chapters exist and i can only assume like it's like this book predates like photography and like a bunch of stuff so people don't know what whales look like like they have no concept of what you're talking about if they don't live near the ocean so he feels like i need to explain what we're what we're getting at here and starts just talking about like paintings and woodcuts and poems and all sorts of other media about whales and is just kind of going through like this one's pretty accurate this one's not this one's kind of right but the proportions are wrong and like just like super dry giant monologues about whale media and it's just like i i believed you like it's dangerous it's i've seen a picture of a sperm whale i know what we're talking about let's go and it's just like no 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 I, I gotta explain. I gotta make sure you know what we're talking about here. And it do you just know what on. he's talking about now? Then I feel like I do, but like Ishmael's not convinced, and he's gonna keep going. <laughs> so I'm at like the halfway point. It's like 507 pages. I'm at like 260 or something. So I don't know. I I don't know why I feel like weirdly obligated. It's like one of those classics 
that is just legendary already somehow and it's just like okay like man versus nature i know but there's it's not that it's like it's reminding me of some of like the darkest times i had with ayn rand's atlas shrugged of just like this is just like its own agenda like the author's voice is heard not the character at all this is just herman melville being crazily obsessive about this topic he knows and that's not fun reading at all so i i don't know like i'm not an english professor just a you know bachelor of arts or whatever what's that count for but this this book is a tough slog this is the like unabridged unaltered original 1840s whatever so maybe it's been like made more approachable in subsequent publications or something like let's tidy this up make relegate this to a footnote or something or an afterword but i don't know books yeah um so you're saying herman melville what he really needed was a podcast about whales he, he would have filled so <laughs> many hours about a daily podcast of, of whales <laughs> just like i found a new painting in a pub and i'm gonna describe it to you in detail and whatever yeah like it's like really great vocabulary and stuff like it is like dense language and there's some kind of nice witty stuff in there but like yeah it is about a topic that is uh it's not like super foreign to me of just like oh whales and ships and everything but he's convinced i'm a total rube and don't know anything about it so i don't know hank whales for or against (laughs) oh um that's the wrong answer anyways keep going are you just all whales for or against? <laughs> Fuck them. Oh, okay. They're too big, or what's the problem? I hate anything that lives under the ocean that's big and scary. Okay. Except Squids for Godzilla. Kind of... I love Godzilla. And he's kind of on an island a lot of the time, too. I mean, but... he's nowhere near me. Fuck him. Oh, yeah, I guess. I really like that whale in Pinocchio. Monstro is yeah. great. Monstro's great. Yeah. And that movie's like 90 minutes. And that so is some amazing animation like... for that part, too. <laughs> yep. Really, really well done. Uh, I guess speaking of Walt Disney classics, I watched Black Cauldron, yeah. which uh, maybe doesn't fit. All right, I'm ending <laughs> this call. <laughs> no! <laughs> no, I saw that a long time ago, and I don't remember liking it at all, so I haven't it's, seen it since. It's like nothing special at all. It's more just like I'm kind of going down this like 80s nostalgia investigation of just like what like these are big touchstone kids movies some of them like uh less so black cauldron but i also watched the never ending story for the first time i'd never seen it uh and that holds up okay i felt except like the last five minutes is ridiculous fucking horse man it was depressed that is sad yeah and i was also (laughs) like oh Team Eco just watched this movie over and over and just made both of their games based on it, basically. What was that like, horse's just... name again? Artax. Artax. Yeah. Why, why was I thinking Fairfax? I think Fairfax is a place in London. Uh, that's okay. Maybe you're right. I'm. I'm. What was what was Gandalf's horse's name? Shadow. Shadow Fax. Okay, so facts and horse names and you know fantasy. Uh, th- that movie's great until like the last five minutes when it's just nothing makes sense anymore and falcor is just real and yeah. he's chasing bullies into a dumpster yeah. and it's like this what this was about the importance of imagination and stuff like this isn't actually literally happening and then the end of the movie is just like no it is and uh does he patch things up with his dad who cares credits 
Like, <laughs> he, like his dad's at the beginning, like saying, like, you need to take things more seriously, son. Your mom, your mom's been gone for a long time, whatever. And then they kind of set that up, and then don't cl- close that off. And then two sequels were the result of that open ending. I've nature. never seen them. We have the second one, but I've, I'm told it's bad. But George Miller made it, and that's weird. But I, the Mad Max guy, mm. so I, I don't know. But I think uh, Hank, Never Ending Story. I think the th- Third never-ending story has like a scene with the rock biter riding on a bicycle to head out on the highway playing. What? That's great. But he's huge. <laughs> Does he like come into our dimension it's... and he's a regular sized guy? No. It was... okay. I forget <laughs> how it works. It, it It's real bad. It's okay. real, real bad. And they'd obviously need to recast everybody because it's like seven years later and it's supposed to be the same kid. So it just yeah, seems they like do a recast bad. him. And then, uh, also, Jack Black is in Neverending Story 3 oh, as a minor man. character. Okay. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, 80s kids classics. Um, I, I don't know. Yeah, Black. just briefly back to Black Cauldron. It's kind of just a nothing fantasy adventure thing. There's a pig that can see the future, uh, which is kind of cool. But then they just don't care about that pig past, like, the 30-minute mark. So it's just not there. Mm-hmm. And... They add other characters, and this kind of annoying kid goes on this quest. And John Hurt is the bad guy, though, and that guy's kind of cool. The Horned King. He's like this weird skeleton guy with, like, antlers and a hood. But the hood is through his antlers, so he could never remove the hood ever. (laughs) It's design choices, but uh, I don't know. It was an 80s animated thing that no one cared about, and people don't now either. So let's just not worry about that. Sure. Um, but the reason I was looking into all of this stuff, including war games, was I read a book called Ready Player One. Dude, that's yeah. really weird that you bring that up because I got that in last month's loot crate and it is in my backpack ready to read at some point if I want to. It's like scarily pertinent to just our generation's obsessions and what we're into. But like 20, 30 years in the future when the world is just Over. obsessed with video games. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. Kind of, kind of over though, because we're like too narrowly focused on entertaining ourselves as opposed to like you know maintaining anything. So society is crumbling. This, <laughs> it's this sounds like a book you fucking wrote. I, well, sort of, <laughs> except it's like this weird fine line where it's like, is this aware of like it? It's still mining like pop culture stuff and like references to stuff for just entertainment value. But then it's also a little bit cynical about where things are. So I don't know. It was definitely a page turner for me, though. Like I was like, I have to finish reading this. Like this, every page has like some little trinket or thing I know. Like it was just it was speaking my language. Like exactly. Like it's just like this movie, this movie, this movie. Conversations I've literally had like about Lady Hawk and whatever. Like just like weird stuff that nerds talk about is the dialogue of this whole book. And then. Like, it's just quoting tons of stuff. Like, it's like, oh, like, this prison I was in looked like this. You know, from THX 1138. I'm just like, I do know what you're talking about. And that's stupid. (laughs) Yeah. Like, I don't know. This book sounds like Nathan the book. (laughs) It's interesting, but I don't know. Like, I'm not sure if I'd grade it as, like, yes, this is great stuff. Or if it's, like, this is kind of cheating. Like, it's just... Mm -mm referencing stuff all right. the time it's almost like, like a mashup guy. sure 
or it, like it was reminding me of kind of like there was this time when I was listening to a lot of girl talk and now I can't stand it anymore because yeah. it's just like I'm just using stuff that was creative from before and repurposing it and then into changing the new energy really that's all yeah, they're really like, doing it's like it's none of this fun. is unique really like the the stuff that's like unique to this book is pretty thin it's just kind of based on a lot of things you already know about like it's like you know this thing was kind of like world of warcraft and this thing was kind of like tron and this thing was kind of like war games and this thing was kind of like monty python the holy grail and you're just like I okay like this is painting images in my head because i've seen all these movies and read all that stuff and know what you're talking about but like what are you bringing to the table <laughs> like unique i know is overrated unique sucks I get. Uh, I don't know. I guess, but like this kind <laughs> of demonstrates that you can you can make me <laughs> read a whole book mm-hmm. greedily without any kind of like super. Well, it's because they know that you did the work already, so they don't have did, to. They don't have I, to bother trying to explain something <laughs> in depth, like say somebody, like say Shakespeare would maybe have to if he wrote a book about video games. This sure. Is, this has gone way off track of what I was originally <laughs> intending, but. The fact is, it's written about pop culture because you did all the work, and they just have to reference it now. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. And I mean, yeah, I don't know. That's where we're at now. Everyone knows what you're talking about. Coach me like, in the chat saying, worth a buy, I've been hearing about that book, but not if it's good or bad. <laughs> so, it, It's a it's a page-turner. I don't know. Okay. Like, is that, that's like a thing I would that say. Is, is I think positive. that is literally one of the things on the book. Like, I think somebody actually says, like, I just couldn't stop reading it. Some of the quotes on the book were my least favorite thing about the book. Like, it's like, I don't give a fuck what Wired thought about this. Like, can I just Uh, tear this off? Like, oh, io9 was saying... io9? Yeah, it's just like, I don't know. Gawker Media says, it's the best book ever written. It's like, oh, well, then it goes in the barrel. (laughs) (laughs) Just, uh, yeah, the kind of stuff... Will Wheaton says, I couldn't stop reading. Dude, Will Wheaton Wheaton. narrated the audiobook. It's like the third oh, sentence no! in the Wikipedia article. <laughs> Hold on, let me find my copy. That make there is like a specific line in the book about Will Wheaton and what he's doing in 2030. That was like, <laughs> fuck, this could happen, and then just keep reading. Like, I yeah, it's um interesting for our demographic specifically. There's there's stuff to appreciate and maybe soul search a bit after like wow this has me down to like a t i better watch out that's the exact yeah it's exact same cop so what dumb quotes are on there okay so (laughs) it it starts off fine at the very Mm -hmm. front it just says well it doesn't start off fine it's still kind of a shitty quote i hate i hate the front quote it's from usa today so that's an actual thing at least Uh, but the quote is enchanting Willy Wonka meets the Matrix. <laughs> what? I hated that. It's not that at all. That kind of, honestly, that when I read that, I was just up. like, I'm gonna be disappointed if this is actually Willy Wonka meets the Matrix. <laughs> this is gonna be oh, bad. I got the golden ticket. I get to play the arcade game or the golden quarter. Like, no, they don't. It's not. Okay, what's the next biggest one here? CNN.com. Sure, CNN. They're a news network. They have opinions. Eh, not really, but <laughs> an addictive read. Part intergalactic scavenger hunt, part romance, and all heart. That's okay. Okay. That's a decent summation of what's in there. The treasure hunt, like the race for what's going on. Like, yeah, there's some good stuff. 
Okay, how about Entertainment Weekly says, as one adventure leads expertly to the next, time simply evaporates. What does that, that even fucking mean? Well, like, it, it just keeps you hooked and keeps you pulled in. It's true. Like, I, I was reading for long sessions with this one. Like, it took me two, three days to just barrel through The it. Boston Globe says, a most excellent ride. Klein stuffs his novel with a cornucopia of pop culture as if to wink to the reader. <laughs> It's not so much a wink at all. Like it's it's like it's soup. I don't know what is more like overt than a wink. It is like a punch. Like it's just like <laughs> a, wi- a punch is not a little more overt than a wink. Whatever. It it doesn't let you miss it. Like it's like no. This is about its cornucopia of references. Like One of these shove you in the side with their elbow. Shot in the arm. I I don't know. It's should we see what boingboing.net says? <laughs> I don't know what that I, I is. I have to know. Have to know a rollicking, surprise-laden, pot-boiling, thrilling adventure story. Thrilliant, thrilling, thrilliant. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you made. I thought they made up a new word. Thrilling, it's amazing. We're gonna use that every day now. Yep, that would be my contribution to the cover. Thrilliant. <laughs> Bernie Barrel says thrilliant. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah, Ready Player One. Uh, it's, it came out like three, four years ago. I've definitely it came out in two thousand eleven. Yeah, I've heard people bring it up in like other corners, but I, I don't know. I just never got around to it. Should it, I just turn to a random page and read something? We'll see. No, we'll we... what? No, like it. It builds up good. It, it's it's structured well, so it, I don't rob yourself of a revelation or whatever. Like even though it's all kind of. Oh no. Know, so what? this sucks or is central, huh? Okay. That is an actual <laughs> line in here. The O is a zero. There is a Z. And A is put in there. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Did you just get the cue that you need to quiet down? Yeah, I'm too, I'm too excited. Brilliant. Too excited. Brilliant. <laughs> try it. Yeah, I'll try to dial it down a bit. Okay. Uh, NPR style. Um, NPR said something about this. They said, ridiculously fun and large-hearted. Klein is that rare writer who can translate his own dorky enthusiasms into prose that's both hilarious and compassionate. Okay. These are... Uh, yeah, all right. I'll let, I'll let everyone... I'll let that slide. How about that's Delightful, fine. The Grown-Up's Harry Potter by The Huffington Post? I don't think it's what? similar to Harry you Potter. You know, The Huffington all. Post, the Naked Girl website. Is that what they do? I don't know. Probably, I think they're actually just like a trashy zine thing, like a TMZ. No, they also they do real reporting too. No, they but they're fucking. No one on the website. internet does real reporting. <laughs> Hashtag GamerGate. It's about ethics and journalism. Yes, and yeah, I don't. I tried, but hey, paper journalism isn't allowed anymore because fast forwards going under. Like local entertainment rag, can't get that anymore, dude. It, is, it is a fucking rag. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah, no, it's not. One. We got the last one. See, it's all like snarky about communism. Ha ha ha. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Artemis fifty just... second level warrior slash mage vehicle sold separately. <laughs> I'm putting this book down. Okay, it's it it builds up how the game works in like the opening chapters. So by the time you get to that stuff, it's just like yeah, okay. It's kind of okay. It's well, the game it describes isn't cr- in like creative exactly. It's just like that could happen. Like, it's just a game that just eats other games. Like, it's just like, yeah, oh, yeah, Azeroth's over there. We just put it in the game. Like, it's there. Matrix is over there. 
go over there. Where's Willy Wonka? Oh, it's over here. There's another planet that has that. (laughs) Like, they don't literally bring it up, but it's just like, it's basically just the replacement for the internet. Like, it is like, uh, what if we had visors and like uh, haptic gloves and stuff, and that was how we now interacted with the internet? It's like if Google made just an all-inclusive pop culture game that has everything. And they, why wouldn't they do that? Like, just license everything. It's just like, I'll go over here. It's the Lego planet. And I'll go over here. And it's the Kojipan planet. Who made this one? I don't know. Someone who wanted to cater to Nathan's interests. And that's fine. Uh, it's my background, literally, right now. It's uh, anime. But whatever. Like, it's just... That could happen. Like, it's just... Like, the way fandoms are going right now, where everyone's just, like, getting super excited and going to conventions and all this stuff, it's just, like, a game that caters to this world with their interests, that, that could happen. Why not? So licensing everything, I guess, would be the stumbling block. But if it's all user-created content, then I don't know. Like, does that skirt the line? So, so like, Google makes a game and Steam Workshop is, like, <laughs> the platform yeah. in which people add to it? Sure. And they just put everything there. And it's just like, okay. Like Dude, that Minecraft Steam Workshop is pretty big. Yeah, I've, I guess. It's starting to happen. Like, give it 20 more years, dude. Like, Gabe is James Halliday. That, like, this fucking already is going to go down. Oh, anyway, it was an interesting book. <laughs> a lot of parallels. What if stuff. Burning Barrel was in that world? Would it be just a bar? It I don't know. Pro- it would probably literally be a burning barrel. In this well, world. I mean, it's like users can create their own, like, little custom chat room area or whatever. So it'd be like, yeah, we could just have our own little weird hub in there and invite users into it. It, like, it, because of the like groundwork we have from just playing a bunch of video games and watching a bunch of movies, it's like super easy to just imagine all of the stuff it describes. Like it's just like, oh, it, it was designed like a wood paneled eighties ba- basement with every video game console ever made, and it's just like, oh yeah, done. That thing I wanted to do, mm. like fuck, <laughs> like there it is. <laughs> it's it's just like, and then yeah, these dudes are hanging out in the corner talking about w- why the Lady Hawk soundtrack is lame, and it's just like, dude, that fucking happened shit oh like it's it's spooky but i don't know that's that's what's so going is on. it worth a buy we still haven't answered that question i guess uh it yeah i mean i guess if you are like someone who know like that's the thing i don't know where the cutoff is like if it's like for 20 to 30 year old people like or 35 maybe where it's like you know classic video games too so, like, you have that groundwork because it leans on that stuff pretty hard. Also, 80s movies and stuff. So, if you're a bit younger, it might just be stuff you've heard about. Like, if if you haven't seen Monty Python, the Holy Grail, don't maybe don't read this. I don't know. Like, <laughs> that's a that's weird, a weird requisite. Th- but there okay. are specific things that you will need to know about some of these things in order to know what they're talking about. And it's like. I guess they sort of describe it for you in case you didn't know, but then they might be kind of ruining this movie for you. (laughs) Like, Mm. it's weird. But I guess they're just assuming these ones are so broad-based, everyone's seen this by now. So, like, Star Wars? Uh, Star Wars comes up. They, you know, they have that trilogy trilogy debate. They talk about John Hughes movies, which I was just watching a bunch of those, so that was weird. It was just like, oh, I just, I, I have an opinion about Pretty in Pink versus Some Kind of Wonderful. Okay. That is actually on the internet. Yeah, that is a thing that people have debated for decades by the time the book is set. But uh, at this point, it's been, what, 
15, 20 years of internet talk about that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But I'll, okay. I'll stop it there. Uh, yes, sure. If, if you, if, if what we've been saying thus far makes sense, <laughs> you should read it. There's like, oh, I've heard of all of these movies and things. It's like, okay, well, they weave them into an interesting cornucopia of pop culture references or whatever. So, God damn it. Yeah, check it out. I don't know who, who I just the, stole from, but somebody yeah, on there. I have to look it up because now I think we owe them royalties or something. No, no, that's that's quoting their quote, and we cited them before. It's fine. It's fine. Sorry, Boston Globe. <laughs> no, but you, they, they got it. That's fine. I love the word cornucopia also. So It's I a great cornucopia. Yeah. Um, Ready Player One. It, I wouldn't put it in the barrel. It's too weird. Like, it's too relevant somehow. Okay, fair enough. So, no barrel for that. Okay. I'm going to try to be quiet. What What have you guys been doing? <laughs> I've been talking be for a while. <laughs> I'll try to... I love that off-camera, you, you got the cue to <laughs> zip. <laughs> Brilliant. I still, I'm still happy about that. That was an accident. But, okay. Okay. I'm write that down. Hank, what do you think about a cornucopia of pop culture references? That's that's a little bit of overwriting. That's oh, overwriting. yeah, just a little bit. <laughs> well, they're paid to review stuff. They got to make it lively. That they is make a, it good. That's a dying form right there. Being paid to review something. Yeah, maybe good. I don't know. Reviews are kind know. of the worst. Kind of not content. <laughs> like, no, they're just opinions. They're No, they're not even. They're fluff pieces. And I know because I've had to do them before for sites, and they suck. They are time-consuming, people get mad at you, and they don't pay nearly as much as people might think they do. They don't pay, like, anything. Yeah. I mean, I, I reviewed movies for a bit, and it was, it was just, well, your pay was the movie ticket, and you get to have your words heard. But it's like, but they can only be 500 of those words. And we're going to kind of edit them after the fact anyway. And yeah, it was kind of... Beetroot not... calling you out. You're no, dying you form. I didn't say who it was, but now you did, so fine. Uh, <laughs> um, what he said was true. It was Beetroot. But they don't even have my stuff online anymore. They don't keep like a deep online archive. So all I have now are just like my word versions, like my initial drafts of them. So it's just like, I was published in this thing, but... That's really weird. There's no that, evidence to no, that effect. No, dude, I remember. I was like, you know what? Like, when uh, we were doing some more stuff, I'm like, I was going to rip those from Beetroot and put them up and, like, originally publish on Beetroot. Like, give do credit and stuff. Yeah, like, but they're for, just Under not your there. name. Yeah. Dude, there's, like, nothing there. Like, it goes back, like, maybe two years. Their and, site is fucking uh, terrible, and the only reviews there are for, like, Terminator and dumb shit that everybody would have seen anyways or, like, went to an actual publication to read about. Or the ones that oh, I always find were weird were reviews of concerts because it's just like well, like I, can't I had a that. good time because I like the music. It's like you, this is well, no, but thing. it's also like well, I can't go to it. That that happened like three days ago when you saw it. They're gone now. Like if I see them again, who knows if they'll be as good or whatever. Like it's a live event. Why review it? Case in point. You got fucked when you went to go see Nine Inch Nails because there wasn't, like, the elaborate setup they have at every other venue ever for some reason. I, yeah, I was really <laughs> underwhelmed. It was like, oh, so it's like a rock concert? Has everyone just been, like, in this little club and they really like these songs and that's what they're 
it's well, they're I mean, imagining it. Generally, yes. If you go to see a band, you like most of the songs. But see, that was my first mistake. <laughs> yeah, that's a big. That's a big problem. That's kind of where you fucked up. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. Oh well. What was his that eighties band you show me like where he he was happy back Option when Trent thirty. Yeah, that was that was interesting. <laughs> Just like oh, like he 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 can their do... cover of Dirk Commissar. <laughs> it's so Just... good. Enjoyable jams. Also, come around. Uh oh, <laughs> it's so good. Like weirdly out of character for later, but yeah, yeah it's fun. Uh-oh. But okay, sorry. Beetroot reviews. How did we get? How did we get here? I don't know, I don't know. Hank. What the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> uh, I've been playing a lot of City Skylines. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you on that. In fact. Last night we played seven hours worth or something stupid. Yeah, yeah. What a lot of city skylines. So for Nathan, who looks really perplexed right now, City Skylines is a good Sim City. Oh, okay, I was I was assuming it was going to be some sort of Sim City esque experience, but okay, yeah. o- like multiplayer. Obviously, if you were below, no, both playing. no, we were just even. both playing games, separate game. Okay, mm-hmm. just chatting while playing because mm-hmm. it's good game so what to you, be it's like a city management game it's 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 yeah. basically sim city except everything works <laughs> so residential zones industrial yeah red, yep you, you electricity put all your uh water pipes down make sure everything's connected electricity the big thing is traffic becomes <laughs> a huge f- issue as you get into the later game because if your roads aren't big enough and there's too many people trying to get through, your just traffic will back up all like the way to the highway. Those garbage trucks yeah. can't get through, man. That tr- that road was too small. Nobody could get their garbage out, and people were dying from terrible diseases. Yeah, if your traffic's bad, your city will be full of corpses that aren't getting picked up by anyone. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. grim problems everywhere over here. So I looked into the the company that made it a bit. Mm-hmm. And basically, their previous games were well. It's Paradox, s- but it's published by Paradox. But it was developed by Ooh. this developer, uh, Colossal Order, who they've made these games City in Motion, which are just uh, public transportation sims. Okay. So uh, basically, uh, it looks like they expanded out from those games into what Cities Skylines has become. Like it, it there's a, all that stat tracking stuff is because they were. They had games that were interested in like following a person to work and like getting them from place to place. Like that's where this game that's its origins basically. But those games have like really mixed reviews on Steam because like they're I guess they're heavily DLC based. They they went like the Euro Truck Simulator way with them. So the people that play them they're only appealing to crazy people instead of this is like trying to fill the gap that was obviously there when EA SimCity with such a disaster. Mm. But my favorite was there's a review, like there's one of the top Steam reviews for uh, Cities in Motion 2 is like, uh, this guy has played 127.9 hours of the game and gave it a negative review. <laughs> <laughs> what did he hate about it? How much uh, of his life it took up, apparently? 
game is DLC based. The ups are not realistic. Le- vehicles leave without being full when people are obviously running the stop. Cars are stupid. They do not take advantage of multiple lanes, which they still don't in City Skylines. It's true. But they it, don't. They like that right I can right see lane. how that would be a fucking deal breaker in a game that was just about the transportation and building roadways. Like, there's enough of the game that you can you can deal with it, but it's still annoying. Yeah. It's just interesting that that's still a problem they're having. Yeah. And also, there was, like, stuff where the... When you built roads in that game, it would just automatically generate town stuff. So, apparently, like, there would be too many schools when you built a new road. So you'd have to, like, just delete them, and then other stuff would get built. That's weird really glitches. weird. Huh. Yeah. I really like that problem you were having where there was always a crime wave at your, like, playground. Yeah, the crime rate always goes up. I have these small playgrounds around my city, and they always have crime problems. Nowhere else in my city had crime problems, and nowhere in my city should have had crime problems because I have plenty of police stations, but small parks, man. Crime sets up there. A dead body was found there. Yeah, it was crime, and then there was a dead body. I just assume perverts of some kind, but... Okay. <laughs> well, like, what else would be going on? That's, that's it was your... also great. Uh, the small... Cr- playground that I had directly across the street from a nuclear power plant and then there was a dead body there. Yeah. <laughs> City planning. Okay. How yeah. recent is this? Is this a hot like, new hit? I don't yeah, like just this week. week. Or, yeah, last week. Oh, okay. Hmm. It's And it's like really popular. It's quite good too. I'm I couldn't really put my finger on what made it better than SimCity. For one thing I've personally feel like it has a charisma that SimCity hasn't had in generations for me at all. Mm -hmm. SimCity has like a forced like joy that's like that fake creepy smile it feels like a lot of the time with a lot of Maxis games that's like trying to be happy but you feel like it's dead inside. That started kind of with the Sims almost. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's just like oh they're these weird people but it's like they're weird golems like golden (laughs) hollow weird yeah. 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 Okay. And I guess if they carried that into their but was SimCity 4 that one was supposed to be good but I didn't play it so I can't really say. I haven't but, either, but I heard nothing okay. but negative things about well, that Wait, one. so I guess part of what I've heard what went wrong with the SimCity stuff was, like, they got too into, like, weird, like, sewage management and, like, subterranean power lines and stuff. You had, Does this you, have yeah, the that thing with kind the, of weird depth? Like, well, the thing with, with the EA SimCity was towns had to be specialized. Mm-hmm. You couldn't have a city that did everything. You had to... Well, it was all about new, connecting. Yeah, in yeah, connecting cities. So this one you get, you can do everything in your city, and you get a lot of land. Like as your city increases, you get a lot of space to work with. So you can basically do all the things you want to do in one city. Is it kind of overcomplicated though, or is it? Fun? No, because it doles out stuff to you as your city gets bigger. Okay. So like as you hit population milestones, like now you unlock, uh, like monuments and stuff. Mm. And weird stuff, and so more. Is, like, monuments are like literally late game, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. is quite far. Like, yeah. a better example would be when you have just like a small town or like a fledgling town. You'll have, say, a medical center or whatever. But then, oh, right. as you yeah. get a little bit bigger, you will get a hospital, and then like you will get um, a cemetery. A you cemetery. unlock a cemetery. Like you don't even have to deal with the dead bodies thing till you reach a certain population. Yeah, so it slowly feeds you stuff, and it's streamlined enough that you can kind of just figure out what you're doing at all times. Like 
there's big area of effect things when you're trying to put down pipe and like uh, power lines and stuff like that. So you just kind of have to get things kind of in the correct area. There's a like power grid that when powers say like you have a street or whatever, and there's a power line only going to the house at the end of the street. That's mm-hmm. all you need because like as houses build beside that house, they will share the same power grid. So you don't need to just run lines everywhere. Like they, they have enough in there that you have to customize some stuff to make sure things work, but they streamline it enough that like once you do the basics, it'll just make a lot of it work. And it's easy to find out if there's any problems later on down the line with like some stuff you've done and all that sort of thing. So it's all very real time as well. So the economy management stuff and like budgeting for your city, like budgeting costs and doing like weird city things like legalizing marijuana, for example, or like like the ramifications are pretty much instant to the tax breaks and tax hikes and all that stuff. So everything feels very much in real time and you can kind of. Well, I kind of fucked myself last night. I raised taxes, and I was just like, this is the best way to get money ever. Look at these idiots and just, like, paying 29%. And then, like, I just was hiking it up while they were paying, like, shitloads of money, and then I would put it back down before they got too mad, and I thought it was a genius. But the game took that into account. They're just like, no, people are pissed. They are leaving, and you are losing thousands upon thousands of dollars every day now. And I went okay. into bankruptcy almost. <laughs> like, it got real bad really <laughs> fast. Who would have thought if you piss off, like, uh, what was it at that time? Maybe, like, 30,000 people and they start leaving? Your economy is going to be fucked. So, <laughs> who would have mm. thought? Businesses started closing down because they couldn't, like, make tax payments. Like, the small businesses just, like, started dropping. It was, It was real bad. But... I think the thing I like about cities the most is the fact that everything is randomized, but everything in it is a separate entity. So, like, you see people walking down the street. You can click on that person. It'll say, like, their profile, their bio. It'll say, her like, this person's name, where she's going to school, if she's employed, which residence she lives in, where she's going right now. Like, oh, she's going to the school to study. Then she walks into the school, and then she's, like, gone for a bit, and then she'll come back out later. You can follow cars around and... I had this weird, suspicious donut van that was owned by a print shop delivering quote-unquote donuts to the industrial area of town. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's, like, a lot of weird little things that make it feel like it's an actual world you're creating. And there's also this nice aesthetic. We were talking about it yesterday. It reminds me of, if you remember the begin. I have to relate everything for Nathan to something he might have seen so he can paint the picture in his mind a little bit. You know the uh-huh. beginning of uh, Mr. Rogers' Neighborhood with like the yeah. little toy cars and stuff and the camera pan- the miniatures? Yeah, yeah, It has yeah. that look when you zoom in and it's really cool. Okay. Yeah. So, there's, like, it has a charisma about it. It's really, really charming in a way SimCity hasn't been Maybe ever for me? I Well, I guess I, I played a lot of the Super Nintendo port of the original SimCity. So, mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah. I feel like what SimCity was really good at was disasters. Like, wrecking your shit mm-hmm. <laughs> afterwards. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Bowser's coming? That that was mine. The that was the one in the Super Nintendo one. But I guess, yeah, just tornadoes and floods and fires and whatever. But does that happen? Like, just spontaneous? Nope. No, and the weird thing fires is... Fires, even? Gl- 
Yeah, like, fires. Oh, happened. dude, don't even talk to me about okay. fires. I'm so mad. I'm so mad. The industrial area guys always burn down every building because they're dumb. They're just yeah. stupid industrial people. Yep. You Sounds know what right. it's like. Yeah. I know. Yeah. <laughs> Folks, yes, yeah, fires can happen. But, like, I'm glad there's no disasters in this game because I like my city and I like building it so much that it would actually suck to have Bowser come in and start ripping my shit apart. Like, I wouldn't like that at all. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a different feeling I'm getting. Is from it. is this game got a like full of DLC and weird little micropayments and stuff or no? Nope. Nope. no, no. It's got tons of workshop support for people who are just creating stuff that I haven't really dived into yet. But okay. like, that's like another side of it that once I get tired of building a city, I can look into, which also so was just, appealing when I was looking at it. You purchase the video game and you have the video game and mm-hmm. yeah, that's okay. It. Because that's what people obviously wanted from a city game. (laughs) Like, they saw a hole in the market and went, okay, we'll just do this. (laughs) Hmm. And at, what, 40, 50 bucks, 30 bucks, 100 bucks? (laughs) What does it cost? It's 30 normal. Okay, 30. Yeah. Could be 100 bucks. I don't know what games are doing nowadays. Steam could have just been like, whatever. It's only Evolve. There are games (laughs) that are selling for, oh, Mortal Kombat X. Holy shit. They are trying to does it. Is they, it a digital deluxe edition or something? Or okay, okay. Um, vamp for a second while I look this up because there's a list of problems. There's about five different versions and they all Wait. cost increasing prices. They announced a new nice. Mortal Kombat. I don't even know this. This is exciting new news for me. Yeah, they, so Jason's going to be in it. They Jason, also announced. Yeah, Jason Voorhees will definitely be in it. Well, so they wanted because they wanted well, Jason was in, in the last one. Yeah. It's basically so, they took them so long to settle the licensing deal to get Jason into nine that they're just gonna end up putting him in ten instead. But but is Jason and are they gonna fight like in that? I movie? don't think so. Doesn't sound like it. That movie's so good. It's pretty good. <laughs> that, so I yeah. know it's like a twelve-year-old New Line release. Like who cares? But me, that's I care. I know. Yeah, <laughs> two people at least. Ah, okay. I didn't get Freddy, though, because I heard it was whatever. Like, wasn't it Jackie or, or, like, Earl Haley? It wasn't even Robert Englund? That's right. Isn't that true? Yeah. Yeah. Sounds right. I did get that, and I was disappointed. (sighs) Yeah. Okay. Where's... I just need to find a list. Okay. Ugh. It's annoying. Anyways, I'll give you the gist of it. There's, like, the normal game, then there's, like, a special edition... That I think is like a hundred bucks or whatever. Like the normal game is the regular seventy for us Canadian and like a hundred bucks or whatever for the special edition. There's a hundred and twenty dollar edition with a statue, and there are multiple different versions of this statue. So if you are a Mortal Kombat fanatic and you want all three statues, you have to go to three different places to buy an hundred and twenty dollar (laughs) statue at each one of these places. And then there is a hundred and 60 i want to say like ultimate edition and then like a 200 edition as well collector's edition also the 200 edition does not contain some of the stuff in the other editions nice. yeah i guess i was Best. just like why doesn't the 200 one just have all three statues because you have to go to gamestop if you want scorpion what what is it cold war era scorpion that's not even a joke that is one of the things <laughs> Um, fucking retailer exclusives. There's like okay. a, a, there's the new Scorpion, which will be like the one that's probably available everywhere. With like, he looks like he's wearing a black hoodie or something. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it's like 
if you are that kind of weird, compulsive Mortal Kombat fan, though, like, I don't have much sympathy. Like, that's a crazy problem you have. Don't spend thousands of dollars on Mortal Kombat merch. What's wrong with you? It's not that great. Like, maybe buy a t-shirt or something. Yeah, just walk around <laughs> with, like, a Scorpion t-shirt and just know in your heart that you are the biggest fan in the world. Like, don't, you don't need to bend over for this. That's terrible. But... Uh, are you this are you gonna do that like you're not me? gonna do that you don't me? care me yeah no yeah. see see i'm not a retard so exactly. i know <laughs> that after six months after this game comes out those statues are not limited edition they will mm -hmm. be at every fucking GameStop for 20 bucks and people still will not pick them up it'll be like the prey special edition that or was everywhere yeah there was that there was a special edition of the metal gear games there was the resistance special editions there mm -hmm. was a special edition for Killzone. There is a special edition for, like, every game, and they never fucking go out of stock, ever. They only go down in price, and people still don't buy them because they were a bad idea, and they should feel super fucking stupid for doing it. Yeah. I, but even so, like, trying to prey on people's loyalty and enthusiasm, that's kind of dumb. Like... Yeah, it is. Give them a better option to give you their money. Uh, that's... But, I don't know. Mortal Kombat. That last one was fine, but... Oh, you mean Annihilation? It's a great movie. You're right. Yeah, well, I have that. <laughs> I've yet to watch it. I'm sure I'm sure. You still awesome. haven't watched it? It's in 4x3. I don't want to rob myself of the majesty. <laughs> <sighs> that That is probably the most truthful explanation I've ever heard, and I agree with you. You should yeah. probably see it in a theater. <laughs> I'm waiting for, yeah, like the it's next coming back. film It's best. coming back vote for it now when's the 10 year anniversary of annihilation it was probably like 10 years ago <laughs> <laughs> it's the it, year yeah anniversary. it did came out in like 98 99 or something so yeah, yeah. like give it three four years. years the 20 year anniversary of annihilation coming soon look i saw the super mario brothers in theaters for whatever anniversary it was that it was movie hilarious. is okay if it didn't have super mario brothers on it it was it's hilarious even more hilarious because it does that's fair just, like that they made the goombas giant things with tiny heads and like dance. yeah that's what goombas are <laughs> tiny heads and the bombs are just like these tiny little keychain things they're terrifying everyone runs yeah it's like, oh no it's a bomb clear it the streets like a bomb it did <laughs> but then they have those like jump boots that yep. they put a bullet bill in yeah like <laughs> I don't know. It's a weird '90s treasure. I I own it with pride. It's, it's fine. I'm yeah. I would have seen it in theater. That didn't happen here. I I can't imagine that happened here. Like in two, 2013, someone's just like, yeah, we'll we'll set up a screen for this. Dude, they don't show like any movies longer than a month here, or Man. ever like revisit. Sometimes you get aliens back in a well I, I saw monster squad in a theater for the digital film Festival. that's pretty cool yeah it was yeah yeah i i don't know but that was the only movie i saw this time around with that kind of nostalgia thing mm -hmm. dark man was playing too but i was busy that day yeah so yep 25th year anniversary for that one anyway city skylines is pretty cool it's pretty, pretty cool it, and video it games devour your life money. if you let it <laughs> yeah Oh man! So speaking about just keep playing. Speaking about games, uh, I I felt I had a weird personal like just discovery moment with Majora's Mask. Okay. Uh, 
I've been saying for years that that game is one of the greatest things that's ever happened, and it's so good and it's so amazing. That's a fallacy, but okay. It, well, yeah, I you know that you can't, I can't go, you can't go home again. I can't play that game anymore. That game is bad. It's a bad game. Okay, <laughs> and I feel bad about it. Like but, it's like, yeah, I bought on. a I bought a new 3ds and was like there in line and yeah, and got three quarters through the game and it was just kind of like. I have done so much tedious shit in this game, mm-hmm. and I'm I would be okay with like some of that if it's like part of the time travel conceit of like you have to go back, you got to do this again. But they just kind of don't do that for a lot of stuff. Like it's just like no, you just get to keep that sword because like it would be dumb if you had to do it again, right? And you're just like, I guess, but that's the whole point of the whole time travel. You lose everything, so okay. But whatever, they don't care. Uh, but then there's there was a point where I had to swim through 20 hoops to get a bottle that I needed for this quest where I have to pick up four Zora eggs yeah. from this uh, pirate's fortress. And I swam through the 20 hoops, and then the beaver that I was swimming after is like, hey, uh, you have to swim through my brother's hoops too. Uh, there's 25 of those. And it's on the exact same course. I was mm-hmm. just like, all right. Okay, so I did that. Got the bottle, did all this stuff, got all the eggs, went to the temple. And then I was just playing the temple. And I was just like, I hate this temple. Mm-hmm. And I had to like play, do all this dumb shit to get to this temple. Like this is some special reward or something. And I was just like, I don't want to, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to watch a movie. Like mm-hmm. I'm going to get two hours of entertainment for my two hours guaranteed i'm gonna turn this off and i haven't turned it on again because video games they can just demand and demand and demand time and give you a bag of shit and then you just open it and you're like what what are you doing nintendo and it's like well we didn't we put all our good designers on the fourth temple so i don't know Suffer through this third one, though. And I just, I was like, I already did this, like, 15 years ago. I I don't even know why I'm playing this again. Like, what what was I hoping for? So, I don't know. It looks better. Like, it's got frame rate and shit now, which is crazy. You can see, because there's draw distance. Mm-hmm. I don't know how I played this game when I was 13. You I think it was just better. Yeah, it's like, I'd never seen 3D before, so it was, like, yep. fine. But now it's like... I don't know. Like I was playing the Wii port of it like two years ago and found I, I got through like the first temple or something and then just stopped playing. And I don't know. Like it's like a new coat of paint doesn't just make a game, you know, rewarding. It, it was. And plus, there's, I guess something with replaying video games, you just get this sense of like deja vu or something. I've just like I've literally done this activity before. Like I've done all of this before. So why am I doing it again? Like, it's not like there's a story that I'm, like, seeing from a new perspective or seeing details I missed before or something. Like, I, maybe if I was, like, speed running the game or trying to break the game or trying to, like, yeah. find something new in the game. But I'm just, like, doing what the game says. It's just, like, you got to go over here and get get Epona. It's like, okay, you got you to gotta stop the alien invasion before we can let you right away. It's like, okay. I'll do that. Like I'm just like doing like the game's just giving me objectives and I'm just doing its objectives. I'm not like fucking around with it. So maybe I'm just robbing it. like I don't know. But if I want to beat it, if I want to see all the temples, I have to 
follow its breadcrumbs, right? So, I, I don't know. It's like, is, are there game sharks? Can I just, like, toy with it? Like, I, I, I don't know what I want to do. I think I just want to do that main mask quest where you get all the masks or whatever, like, you, or over the full three days to get that one ultimate mask or whatever. But I think you need all of the form masks before you can do that. Yeah. So, I don't... I don't even know why I'd be doing that because I did that 15 years ago. <laughs> like I did it already. So what am I doing? I you're redoing it. You're revisiting your childhood. The I guess. The problem is is that your childhood is based so apparently directly in one of the worst eras of video game history when they were trying to <laughs> figure out how to out do 3D, 3D space. Yeah. That, like that's why even people like kids with this generation and stuff. They're going to be fine, probably, because, like, the people are trying different stuff now. Like, they, it's not all just... Do you remember one of the first games to really do 3D? Like, on the SNES or with Star Fox? You yeah. fucking flew through rings. I don't know Amazing. what it is with Nintendo. Anytime like... there's 3D space, you have to go through rings. Like <laughs> It's like the one... Yeah, I don't know. It's <laughs> the favorite. A little, like, isn't that cool? And the ring went, wow, when you went through it. And it's like, eh, it's kind of cool, Like I guess. I don't... I don't know, but I'm jumping through hoops, like, actually, for a story that isn't anything. <laughs> it's just, you got, but I guess that's the thing. Like, I still love the apocalyptic conceit of Majora's Mask. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. oh, the world is going to end. And you know how you know? Because you just were doing some other stuff and then accidentally looked up and saw the moon and were like, oh, right, that thing, mm -hmm. that's going to kill everything. Like, it's got a good kind of just general premise but then they kind of cheat sure. their own premise sometimes like yeah. that stupid stealth sequence in the pirate fortress like there's this one chest that's like guarded by a bunch of people and i was like okay well i want to get what's in there oh it's it's 100 rupees all right cool go store that at the bank go back in time oh the chest is here again i'm gonna get my 100 rupees again there's five rupees in here now why are they guarding it <laughs> like now in this timeline, that doesn't even make sense. But I don't know. They just can't give you free, you know, infinite rupees forever. That'd be crazy. Yeah. For some reason, for that stuff you have to buy, which you don't. Like they didn't even figure out the rupee economy until like the last game, where you're actually renting stuff and buying stuff yeah, all the time. I agree. Like there's a reason yep. why you even have rupees, and the, your wallet doesn't matter because they figured out that no. sucked. Which is true. Like, no one likes yep. having... It's like, you, nope. you can't carry this anymore. It's like, what? Ugh, fine, I'll warp back to the town, give it to the guy, go back, and then pick this up. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah. I, I have a new 3DS for, like, no reason right now. It's just sitting over there. Uh, Monster Hunter? Yeah, you're right. 3DSs are fucking terrible. They're a terrible system. It, really? Yeah. Is that... Yeah. That's that's not true. It's fucking garbage. It's a garbage console. Okay, but I can play Game Boy games on it. Okay, you know what? You're right. And it is. I don't the have retro to like. Machine. <laughs> I don't have to try and get them to work. No, you're totally right. Because that's what I use my 3ds for: is to play old games on it on the go. That's that's it. So. There's some good RPGs, and that new Zelda game was pretty good. <laughs> oh, okay. We're talking about Link Between Worlds. No, we're right? talking yeah. about Majora's Mask. No. <laughs> That is no, the newest. The, like, re-released, yeah. Re-releases don't count as new. No, they I don't. Guess, yeah, You're yeah, totally yeah. right. There's, like, no new anything. Like, back in the day, it's like, hey, Link's Awakening DX, there's, like, a new dungeon. But this is just like, no, it's 
it's just it's just playable now. Like it's got you know graphics and stuff, and it's like I I don't know. Like I was I was with it through the second temple, like the Snowhead Temple, because basically the exact same thing that happened the last time I played it happened, where I was like running out of time and like racing against time to like defeat the boss and everything, and it just timed out that way, where it was like oh white knuckle, and then yeah Water Temple, like all every goddamn time like i mm. forgot i remember i like the music from the great bay temple and that's still true but that doesn't make it a fun experience at all like you're just flipping switches and raising and lowering water levels and uh, <sighs> yeah mm-hmm. that turtle's in it though and that he was in a cool smash brothers map in melee so that was fun <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know video games uh ollie ollie 2 came out that game's great it's is really it, good. Is it Ollie Ollie again? Uh, there's like manuals in it, and you can do like level long combos. And, okay, uh, so it yeah. is exactly what Tony Hawk Pro Skater did. Uh, yeah, like, they I added like, manuals, and it's way better now. Oh, this changes everything. Yeah, like, yeah, it was because uh, uh, yeah, I, as soon as they introduced that in the tutorials, I was like, this the first game couldn't have had manuals because this changes everything. Like, and it's easy to do. So. Yeah. My one beef with it, but you can fix it. Uh, I don't think they know what music goes well with their game because it's all super mellow so it's like actually yeah (laughs) like you're pulling off like these rad combos and like just flying through the air and doing all this stuff and there's kind of this like chill groove in the background and you're just like dude this music needs to celebrate the awesomeness that is happening on the screen right now yeah i'm gonna i'm gonna play my own playlist so like whatever you like whatever it is you think is great listen to that while you're playing and you're having a million times better experience that is where tony hawk always got it right they picked upbeat music that just fit feeling like a badass just doing skate tricks yeah it just this the the default stuff just doesn't fit. So mm-hmm. for for me, it's French electronic music. So just listening to stuff You're like such a hipster piece of shit. <laughs> no, dude, it's like I know who you mean. You literally mean Daft Punk. No, I'm talking about Justice and Sebastian. Actually. Oh, Justice. Like, okay, yeah. No, and, and banger you. stuff. Yeah, it just fits so good, and it's just like, man, I love this. Like, I love what's happening on the screen right now. I love that. Like the beats are like fast enough to where like I'm doing a different trick every second. So it's almost matching sometimes and that feels cool, but it's not, it's like synesthesia, but it isn't because it's not even connected to the software, but it's, it's great. Um, somehow that worked me up into this thing where I was just like, man, rad music, rad gameplay, Hollow Miami. Let's do this. Hollow Miami Miami two. Okay. Let's talk about it. Let's do it. On the Vita. I fucked up. I'm playing the wrong version. That game is unplayable. <laughs> no, okay. So that... Uh, like it's got touchscreen shit. I was like, wait, what? Oh, what? I don't know what I did. I'm like, I, I I, just screwed up. Like, I just wanted the convenience of sitting in my bed, Yeah. hit the download button, let's go, listen to some perturbator, and start shooting stuff. But it's got, like, a lock-on button and, like, dual analog and, like... You can't get a combo. Like, you can't get a flow going at no. all okay, with this, those controls. This is... It's not the controls. First of all, I've always hated the controls. I thought Hotline Miami 2 played, like, ass on anything other than PC. That's a personal thing. Yeah, it's yeah. It's actually okay. how this game was built, and this is my biggest gripe with it. Hotline uh, Miami 1 felt very much like a fast-paced cocaine binge murder puzzle. That's what that was. You would just go in with a knife, a bat, whatever melee weapon, you would, like, throw it at this dude, punch this other guy out, take his gun, maybe shoot another guy, grab another bat or something, go bash another dude. Like, it was 
fast-paced, fun thing that yeah, you would yeah, figure yeah. out on the fly. They put, they tried to make this bigger, and they did. The levels are so much bigger. There are so many more enemies. It's very methodical and gun-based now to the point where combos just don't feel good even when you can get them because they consist of luring a bunch of dudes with a gunshot sound and then trying to kill all five of them at the same time because five dudes now will come if you are in an area if you go into like an area with a hallway that spans maybe another two screens they can shoot you across that fucking hallway and you don't even see them coming so you're always panning to see how far like what's going you have to do recon missions and see where people are and then decide methodically how you're going to take out a room whereas before it was all about just running in and going for it they broke the game they broke what made that game great I've cleared, like, one of the floors so far with my time with it without having to replay it, and that was kind of satisfying, but it was totally gun stuff. Like, it was what you were saying of just, like, I'm going to fire my gun at this door, dudes are going to come in this door, and then I'm going to fuck them up there. Yeah. So it was just, like, I had this, like, one murder room. Yeah. Now it was, like, yeah, it wasn't quite what I... But I, I guess I was just assuming most of my problem was the Vita stuff. I, I didn't know it was the actual levels because it's so bad on the vita it's cross it's cross by though so maybe the playstation control scheme on ps3 isn't terrible like maybe there's an aim button instead of pan with your finger to see oh that's really bad okay that is a vita problem for sure yeah yeah like i don't know i guess the problem is in that game you have to pan otherwise you you, yeah you need to see what's going on you need that situational awareness and i was just like what is it okay i'm just gonna press square and it'll auto aim on a guy and then it'll just choose like the weirdest guy like through a wall that isn't even a threat right now or something like just weird like gta 3 problems or something i'm just auto lock nonsense yeah which i don't know but yeah i don't i'm assuming you've played more of it than i've I've only played like four or five chapters or something i'm up i'm only on act i think 15 okay that's still like three times as much like does it get <laughs> like I, I guess the places? best way i can compare like the problems i have with this compared to the first one is there's a giant bomb quick look and i remember this level like all the levels in one were kind of like this they were very much in apartment buildings or down corridors there's a lot of walls and stuff so you can kind of see the next room that you're about to enter and like figure out what you're going to do before you actually enter it yeah in in Hotline Miami 2, there's literally a part where it's just about four, like, screens long, and it is open area, and you have to hide behind, like, uh, what are they called now? Like, um, like, like those... Planters, like, dividers? Not planters, not dividers, kind of like those, uh, ocean cans, like, that you would, like, ocean liners would have those giant, like, containers, containers. ocean containers. Oh, like shipping crates? Like shipping shipping containers? Shipping containers, yeah. There's shipping containers down, like, this yard, and there's five guys at the end shooting at you, and there's, like, melee guys in the main area, too. So you have to just slowly move your way across to get a gun at the very end and then take out the five dudes shooting at you at the same time. So that's, that's kind of the big difference, like, just in the two levels like the design philosophies where the first one is very much you can think on your feet and see what's coming up and kind of make a decision on the fly making the combos feel that much more satisfying where in Mm -hmm. this one it is a giant open area where you are being shot at and you have to take your time to get across it 
Hmm. That's not, it's not very fun. But what's keeping me going through it right now, first of all, the music is still great. I'm still loving the music. It kind if I, I, if I have to give them credit for anything, they, they slow down their gameplay, but they also slow down the music to fit it a little bit more. Like it's a little more ominous and kind of foreboding now, whereas before it was just like a crack binge, which the yeah. first game felt like. Yeah. So the music still fits perfectly fine. Uh, I'm kind of in it for the story now. I need to see what the hell is going on because there is a lot of weird cutbacks and flash forwards and weird shit going on. So I'm kind of in. I like the voyeuristic, like looking at somebody's life through VHS tapes thing. It's got going on with mm-hmm. it right now, but mechanically it they broke what I found intriguing about the first one, and it's just nowhere comparable to me and it took a long time to come out too for what like seems like kind of just the, a level pack or something like visually it just looks the same it looks like, the exact like, same we made more levels i don't know it took two and a half years and it's like i okay like i guess like if they launched on multiple platforms day one this time so that helps their case i guess but or yeah. week one anyway because i think whenever the psn updates or something it's a couple days later but mm-hmm whatever a bunch of places multiple fronts but yeah i don't know it it uh it wasn't i mean i have my own added additional problem so i'll i'll see if i can transcend that on a different platform or something that but, sounds like a big problem though because like i was yeah, saying you have little. to pan a lot and if you have to move your hands to just use the touch feature they they don't think that through that's the worst i, I don't even know what they expect me to cuz like i'm moving with the left thumbstick yeah and X and square are like key, like one is kind of the execute button and square is the lock on button. Mm -hmm. So if I want to be using their kind of hobbled like shooting mechanics of like the lock on thing, I need to use my right hand. But if my hand is also the awareness thing and then R on the right side is shoot. So it's like if I want to move into a room, lock onto a guy, shoot takes a lot of weird hand stuff my hands were like falling asleep part way through playing it like it was just like and you I've didn't just even get that far <laughs> resting my hands on it wrong and like pressuring on weird parts of the screen it's just like i don't this is weird this is a strange thing they have done it, and then like that was right after i was just playing like this perfectly matched to its platform ollie ollie 2 like it's just mm. like this was so well thought out for this system like it's just like just you know, the, just triangles, try again, just go, go, go over and over, just jamming on these levels, these obstacle courses, getting my combos, all this stuff. And it's just like, all right, let's switch this over to action game. Oh, God, this is not. <laughs> ah, what do I do? It, it was it was a bad, bad idea. So I don't know. Yeah, it was discounted on PlayStation Plus. I saved a buck fifty. That's where you got to get the tongue into play to uh, uh, across that touch screen. <laughs> maybe that's what they or maybe yeah. pull the pants down. <laughs> that doesn't work at all. But, like, I don't know. Take uh, some Viagra. Guys, I'm playing Hotline Miami <laughs> 2 tonight. <laughs> Only play Hotline Miami 2 with Raging Boner. Yeah. Only way to play it. If Hotline Miami 2 lasts for longer than four hours, call a physician immediately. <laughs> Has it been faring well? Like, do people like it out I there? I don't know, honestly. I've, I mean, I've mostly heard people complaining about the murder room thing. Mm. Oh, okay. I know Total okay. Biscuit loved it. This, so some people like that, it. I I like Total Biscuit. I can't see eye to eye with him on like anything. Fair <laughs> enough. His 
I can't see his opinions on almost any game. It's so fucking bad. <laughs> I don't get what is even to like about Hotline Miami 2. Hmm. I Story-wise, it kind of is giving me like a Don Quixote feel. Mm. Because the second half of Don Quixote is all about how there's the book about Don Quixote is out there. And now it's like more meta and stuff. So that which fits with like what Hot my my mammy's story was. So that's yeah. at least interesting. Sure. Hmm. I'm still in just like the film director being all confused and stuff. I'm just getting like a weird De Palma vibe. Or it gets something. way more confusing. Okay. <laughs> Good. I don't know. But it's enough I'll, to keep me going. It's something. So yeah, it's something. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, but hey, like the voyeuristic VHS thing you were talking about. Uh, I started watching family videos this week. Like pers- your personal my family own videos? family, like seeing oh, myself as a baby. It's weird. Just, yeah. It's like the most surreal, like just like looking yourself in the mirror or something. It's just like, no, I know exactly how I came to be the person I am because I saw it on the screen. <laughs> like, it's like, oh, that was a formative moment in my early years. Weird. Like, yeah. but trying to imagine like, like the faint tickles of memories of stuff, which is like, oh, I actually remember that toy. I remember that toy, but I'm like two and a half. So like, yeah. do I remember it or do I remember the video of it or did I have it years after? And like, that's what, but I, like all I remember now is I liked it. I don't know why it was a little battery powered plastic drill. And I just thought it was cool. And it was like, yeah, cool. And I saw it on the screen. I was just like, oh, right. That thing. Great. Or like my favorite snack. My grandma used to make me. And whatever, like just dumb stuff, like just so much stuff. Did your parents take video? That's really what I'm getting at. Is like it's I'm looking through all this stuff. It's like my parents took like weird amounts of videos, yes. like yes. dozens of hours of just like, hey, every Christmas, every event, every time someone visited, like just yay camera. It's kind of a weird revelation too, because like parents nowadays they have they have cloud storage. I mean, they have Facebook, Twitter, <laughs> they have like Instagram, they have places where you can put little clips of like stuff your kids are doing or pictures and or yeah, full yeah. videos or whatever. Yeah. The videos for me, I have to buy a VHS adapter cause they were the small like VHS tape things oh. or whatever. So yeah. I have, I do have a lot of them, but that adapter that we used to have broke and I have to go to a radio shack to find another one, which is a problem because radio shack doesn't exist in Canada anymore. <laughs> So the I don't source? think it exists at all anymore. That's probably fair. When I look up the source, they don't have anything on it. So I actually, though, I looked it up one day because I was going to do like a video project for like a parent's birthday or something. I was going to take a bunch of the video and like maybe transcribe it to like a DVD format or something. Yeah, yeah. And that's yeah. I have to buy somebody like has one of these from a Radio Shack back like in the nineties still. And I have to buy it off them from eBay for like sixty bucks, and I'm not even sure it works, so I don't mm. want to. <laughs> right, but it's this weird thing where like this strange store of like family knowledge is trapped on this old format. Yeah. So if you want to bring it forward, my dad had the foresight to like six years ago, seven years ago, to like make DVD backups of yeah. all of this stuff. So I have like a complete set. I actually I don't. I think it was ordered the way it was on a hard drive or something the way it was before. So I've now made it chronological and like, yeah, I was seeing 
my parents like celebrating with friends of theirs at the hospital like the day I came into existence. Yeah. And it's just like, what the fuck? Like, why does this video exist? And like, who are these people? What's the weirdest thing you saw that you didn't remember until you saw it again? Uh, I'm trying to like, I don't know. There's just like people and stuff that I don't remember at all. Like the houses and toys. Maybe it's like toys, but like with, like new stickers on them like it's or just like a tag on it and it's just like oh wow okay like i don't remember it being brand new but there it is i guess i got it for christmas or whatever but honestly like part of it is just like weird psychology stuff like stuff i know from psychology of just like child development and whatever and now being able to see like weird little events that happen to myself and it's just like i don't know like Riding on a lawnmower and just thinking about, like, huh, I wonder if that would have been, like, pleasurable for a young kid in a way that isn't, you know? Like, no. I'm two, two and a half <laughs> years old, and this is, like, early formative Freudian, like, stimulus. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes, but I don't <laughs> understand your, your I, example. Like, okay, like... I am straddling a lawnmower, riding it around. Oh, for fuck's sakes. Okay, I get it. Right? It, so the lawnmower, like, bad touch back in the day. But maybe, like, but I don't know. Maybe that was fun. I don't know, because I was two and a half. Riding so. lawnmowers are the shit. Yeah. I am taking a firm stance in saying that riding lawnmowers are the best lawnmowers you can buy. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Like I, I, But it's like, this is myself. Like, I'm watching myself. So it's like, I can make like think up like what is going on as myself because it's myself like it's yeah. weird it's like mm-hmm. all these characters are people i know and it's i don't know but yeah yeah um, bath footage shouldn't exist probably but hey yeah i mean <laughs> there's there like is that yeah i had a straw i was like blowing bubbles in the bathtub i was like what why would you do that that's, that's kind of gross that seems pretty similar to how we know you now so yeah just sitting in the bathtub all day <laughs> But <laughs> I don't know. It's just like, well, this is me developing. Like, this is formative stuff happening. I have some weird you. pictures of me, too. Like, yeah. Just fuck. There's a picture of me, like, in a Batman, like, pajamas or whatever. Like, the old style Batman, the Adam mm-hmm. West Batman. Like, wearing goggles on my head, holding a can of corn and screaming. And I don't <laughs> know what the story behind that is. But I would love to know. In fact, I could look it up and find the it. The can of corn part, like what? But I, yeah, I. It's only gonna get weirder because it's gonna like become more and more firm memories. Yeah. Of just like right now, I'm still like less than three years old. When I'm like seven, I'm gonna be like, yeah, I remember that. Like I remember almost everything about this. And now I'm seeing like, no, I was right. That was there. This was that. Like I had this cat and whatever. And yeah, it's it's a uh, the river going down the river of family nostalgia or something, and it's just going to get weirder. It cuts off in 2007, though, but that's where I... That's where you remember life. Stuff. Yeah, that's where I started <laughs> recording my own stuff, so it's it's fine. You know, eight years ago, that's where I started remembering. Stuff. Yep, memory was finally... But I guess it's just weird having, like, this weird backup, like, this not-in-my-head storage of memories, of, like, stuff that's pre-memory... But like, oh, I did meet that uncle. Weird. I didn't know that ever happened, but there he is. So it's that weird must have seeing you interact with people that are dead. Now. Yeah, 
that's yeah. already that's been happening i'm yeah. just like oh oh weird i gotta roll this back like that's my uncle who passed away when i was like 12 but there he is like yeah. in his prime it's weird so, but i i don't know like it's kind of cool like it's interesting like knowledge that i didn't have before about my own you know myself have you ever like, looked at somebody else's like only by movies? like only by kind of accident because it was like oh there's these tapes at this garage sale that have sctv episodes on okay them. that's creepy oh, no like sctv <laughs> you don't even, the no TV no show. no no not as i think you're go where you're going with this is that you saw somebody else at a complete stranger's childhood movies. It was like a play or something at their school. It was like oh. after the episode. And it was just like, what? <laughs> oh, and it's just like some play they were in. And it's like, this is like the only copy of this probably. Like th this video camera. And the family was just like, I don't care about this anymore. And sold it. Mm. Or like, I have some audio tapes that I got with a big... Uh, like old recorder like reel to reel thing yeah. and like some of it has like family recordings on it and it's just like i don't know who this is like this is just some like 60 year old like bc family audio tapes and them just like playing around with the recorder and talking about like oh weird it's recording us <laughs> and like whatever on this tape and it's just like i don't know like should i like transcribe this or something yes. like should i try to preserve this yes yeah all knowledge I, everywhere should be preserved. I don't know. Like it's like this is unique media that I have like one of five copies of in the case of like our family videos, but also like in this case of these weird audio tapes, like the only one. The that only is. copy. Yeah, no, yeah. exactly. See, this is why I love the internet because I feel everything should be everywhere for everybody. I need to see everything everybody's ever done. <laughs> There's so much stuff. And there's like, I guess there's like found footage festivals and stuff too. Hmm. Like there are film appreciators that like, oh, come screen weird found video that you find. That's like cool. just unique stuff or whatever. Hmm. So the, I don't know. Some Where does of that stuff, happen? It, it's like, I, I hope it still happens. I think it's like Calgary Cinematheque or like. Oh, uh, here in the city. In the city, yeah. You know we're it's going like, to that. We're taking time off work and going to watch people's old family films. <laughs> well, I don't know what people are going to bring to that kind of thing. Like, I don't if, care. if it's still going on. But uh, <laughs> hopefully the plaza doesn't go out of business. But It probably yeah, will. Maybe. Um, yeah, I don't know. Family video stuff. Like, I, I guess, yeah, just kind of getting whether other people did this or my family was weird is kind of... Yeah, I no, my, my family totally did it. Yeah. Okay. Um... I just have yeah, old photos, no video. I have. That, there were old videos that me and my friends made when we were kids. Yeah, we got uh, holds of video cameras. Yeah, I got that too. I have like no way to watch it now, though. I have the. I, I think I have some of the tapes, but not the camera. Okay. There's a or disc that has this stupid thing I did when I was like 13. This like video thing me and a friend yeah. did, and it's just like. That is at, like, the end of the crazy river of just, like, dumb shit I don't want to remember, but I'm, like, I'm fully formed at this point. This is something I thought was hilarious. And I'm just, <laughs> just going to see it and just be cringing in, on the couch, just like, oh, no. There was a <sighs> period of time between 16 and 18 where my friends yeah. and I would just do, like, stupid little commercials for dumb shit, like, fake shit, and just, like, little, like... We kind of did like a little movie thing that was ninety minutes long as well, like just little stuff like that, like That's film projects. Ninety minutes, wow! Film projects, and um, 
he has all those tapes and I want them so bad because I I remember one special effects scene we set up for like an hour where like one of our friends punches through another one of our friends' stomachs, like right through their shirt or whatever. And there's okay. just so much fucking fake blood and there's <laughs> it's like so disgusting. And I remember that shot turned out extraordinarily well and how exciting that felt. And I kind of want to relive that moment again of, like, the first time you made something on film. That That's what yeah, I feel be, yeah. lacks on YouTube, honestly. Like, if we want to kind of bring this around to what's out there now. Like, mm-hmm. I don't mind, like, people doing Let's Plays or game reviews or that sort of thing. But it doesn't feel like people have, like, in that stuff, except for very few people that actually put a lot of editing and like stuff into their videos for that stuff. Yeah. I don't feel people have the joy of making something using visual, like visual and audio cut, like cuts and films and stuff like that. Like they don't, I don't know. It's kind of like the different, it's kind of like the difference between like sculpting and painting for me in a way where like, doing the old video stuff like you had to get your hands dirty right like i remember we spent three hours making fake glass out of sugar one night like from three in the morning to six in the morning and it was just to like break over somebody's head for a shot we wanted to do like that's the stuff that you need to do to get excited about this shit not just sit in front of your computer push a button and play a video game that's kind of what bumps me out about okay Whereas, like, I guess the week before this Odyssey, I uh, watched all of Mega 64 versions 1 through 3, like, with commentary. See, this and is, then that's why you, I love Mega 64. Yeah. That's you also them. get tons of footage of, like, Garrett building Sean's fake foot yeah. and, like, doing all these weird practical effects and, like, falling asleep on the beanbags because he's been working all night on some costume or whatever. Like, yeah. They have that kind of appreciation for dumb practical stuff, and like, and uh, and also just some of their online stuff, like putting way too much effort into an effect that won't even matter. But you, I appreciate that the effort was made. Like Garrett threads this tube through his nose and throat to make this like blood effect in Game Face Two or whatever, and you can't even tell that it looks like there's a pool of blood coming out of his face (laughs) in the video because it's there for like a second and a half. Yeah. But it's just like, well, there's this behind the scenes footage and I know he was in the bathroom for like five minutes reaching back there trying to pull this thing through while everyone was like, ah! And I don't know. It makes it better somehow. Like, I just appreciate it. All that shit is just so cool. The sleepless nights, like, just to do one stupid little fucking thing (laughs) that you read about on, well, I mean, on the internet, like the internet was kind of a still fledgling thing, but mm-hmm. like I just remember getting a phone call. It's like, all right, just found out how to make fake glass. Come over. It's like, all right, and that that was our night. We played Silent Hill, like, and then while we were tending to like fake glass, that glass looked shitty. It was like yellowy and looked like it pit- it was pissed in because we used the wrong sugar and it didn't like uh. granulate properly or something. It was. It was a fucking mess, but it was the best, like, that's, the, that's the stuff I miss. Like, Still homemade. It's like. That's the best stuff I've ever done in my life, ever. Hmm. So, like, I miss that stuff, but I don't know. That's kind of what bums me out about YouTube and stuff, is that people think they're content creators, but they're not creating anything. They're recording a thing they are doing. Yeah, I guess that, I mean, that, that does still happen a lot, but... Hmm. 
I guess I'm trying to, you know, maybe there's still like small, weird film festival stuff. There are. So it's just like, you know, like the $100 film festival. And it's just like Mm -hmm. you and some friends can get together and make some dumb little thing. Dude, I can make some dumb shit with $100. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. (laughs) So I, I don't know. Like I, that's maybe where I'm like trying to avert my gaze from like the internet's constantly glowing like pyre of entertainment. But it's just like, I'm not getting what I want out of this. And I'm trying to like look to my own home video library and like other stuff and old family videos that have been sitting in a cupboard for years just to be like, what is there like something I can pull from and do offline, like, or just in my own. And then maybe if it's good enough, then I'll like bring something out and show it. But that's the thing is that I don't believe something has to be good enough to show it. Just do. Oh yeah. You just just do 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 something that you did. It is what makes it great. So yeah, I, 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 yes. But, um, so yeah, Mega 64. I watched a lot of that too. Um, yeah. And behind the scenes and whatever. And the wizard episode is great. And I forgot about that. Have you you've seen the versions? Like the Oh yeah. Okay. Just the Wizard 2 with like specifically the Scarface skit, I thought was hilarious. <laughs> like I'd forgotten how dumb that thing is. But it's them just wearing giant t-shirts that say, say hello to my little friend and like dancing all over the city. But it's them like enacting bad skit suggestions that people have made in like youtube comments so they're just like okay we'll just take you verbatim and do (laughs) what you said but it's some of the dumbest shit ever like mixed frogger with halo like just nonsense but yeah i don't know those guys they're they're all right i hope to make another full-fledged thing again agreed it's been like four years five years but maybe that's what they're doing we need to buy squibs yeah (laughs) Wait, where do you buy squibs? Where do you, like a theater shop? Sure. Where, is there a theater shop here in Calgary? I want, Absolutely I want not. Colored, I want colored light bulbs too. I bought this red one. There, but is, it's like fifteen watts and it's useless. There, I got it across the street at this Asian market. I don't. Oh, dude, I don't, don't buy anything <laughs> to do with electricity at an Asian market. That's a bad time waiting to happen. Okay, <laughs> I, it was only plugged in for like ten seconds, and I was like, "This is too dim to and it, do." Anything. And it didn't explode. You're probably it did, fine. Then. It didn't explode. <laughs> okay, you're probably fine then. But yeah, I want I want blue light specifically because it's the creepiest light. But yeah, you know, you should get black light. Well, I mean, glowing stuff is cool too, but you, you should know, also like probably sm- start smoking heroin. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. My Twitter <laughs> description does mention heroin now, but yeah. Oh, you're right. It totally does. Why? Someone pointed out that my, I think it was what they were talking about. My description doesn't seem accurate anymore. Why? Was like saying, what was your description? It was like, I'm willing to discuss stuff with you on Twitter, essentially, was the part that didn't make sense anymore because I'm never on there. So I was just like, okay, fair enough. Uh, I think I hate the internet now. I'm trying to stop, you know, like heroin <laughs> or something <laughs> like that. Like, it's like an addiction I have, and I'm trying to... If you quit the internet, you can probably spend more time on heroin. Vice versa, if you start heroin, you will quit the internet, probably. Really? Maybe. Hmm. I also have train spotting on Laserdisc, but... And you'll watch a lot more Quentin Tarantino as well. Uh, I've been, like wondering if a lot of my vocabulary got like corrupted by him and his ilk you know like oh you mean uma thurman yeah yeah exactly uma thurman no i just like i i feel like i use four letter words more than i would 
had I not thought all the movies that had them were super cool. Like what? And I'm just, like Pulp Fiction. I, I, what do you no, mean? not movies. Fuck what words? words. <laughs> fuck, cunt, whatever. Like those words, you know? I, I, I don't those really words. use the word cunt very much. That is like... It's, I've heard it a couple times. It's that, come up. No, this is what I'm getting at. That word for me is the atomic bomb of words. I That's, think it's losing its edge, though. Like it's, it is. I've heard it a lot more in the last decade. Than well, yeah, because British people say it all the time. I, I blame The Departed, really. Like That's where they just... I, I blame hey, Britain. Throw it in okay, you're. I guess you're right. They they were. Goddamn more. Nigel. <laughs> yes, and Jason, Statham. That's what I'm talking about. That's... I, whatever. I'm whatever. <laughs> I don't know where we're Guy going Ritchie. anymore. I don't. I, I all I'm going is like I don't really care about f- f- Fast Seven or whatever. Like I'm done. I'm tapping out. That's that's where I was going with that. Like adding him doesn't do anything for me. That's not a good get you know you know mm, yeah okay six wasn't great like i don't i don't know i just feel like wh- what are we getting excited about and like paul worker's dead it's gonna be weird it's gonna be weird to see how they cobbled that into a movie they shouldn't have made it they should just do tokyo drift again because that movie was so good sunny chiba yeah where's it's, he it's so good and i totally forgot until someone brought it up in a chat a while ago like what the hell is that kid's name? Lil Bow Wow is just like selling sneakers. <laughs> just... Well, I remember he had a Hulk like SUV. That was a thing. Yeah, no, but like he sold sneakers at school. That's how he made his money. Like I don't know. It's just weird, <laughs> dumb shit like that in the movie. To Japanese kids, they they want that like import sneakers. Yeah, I don't know. I don't remember that movie very well, but it's not actually good. We all know that, right? None it's of them. So good. Okay. Yeah. I haven't actually seen any of the Fast and the Furious movies. I think you're probably fine. Like really? No, like you probably not. saved you yourself time. No. I was thinking about marathoning them before you, someone you comes have out. To just so I know. Them. Just, just so watch know. five, and then never watch five any sucks. other one. No, Five's five the is the one. best one. No, Tokyo no, Drift is actually the best one. No, it. Is. Yes, it is. What are you talking about? Because it takes. Dumb and corny to the level that they always should have been at. It's just it's drifting in it and whatever. Like in five, yeah. they drop off a cliff and like Dude, the first ten for a minutes. movie called Tokyo Drift. There's not enough drifting. <laughs> that is the biggest problem I have with Tokyo Drift <laughs> is that there are like three parts of drifting. In that they drift movie. in that parking garage and then they drift through that crowd of people. And then the end. That those are the three parts. <laughs> is that a like the mountain? Well, it's the third Fast and the Furious movie, so they got three drifts in. There you go. There is a lot more talking and conversational shit in Tokyo Drift than you would expect. There's a lot of talking in that movie. <sighs> the, uh, I guess it's more extending to like just the summer slate of movies that are coming at us. Are you excited about anything? I don't even know what's coming out because I don't keep up with that shit. Who cares? Jurassic World, Marvel, Avengers 2. Basically. I mean, my thing with summer movies is they're fun diversions while i'm watching them and then they're over yeah you're can, yeah think about good movies yeah no you're right life sucks we need a diversion every now there and are then. good movies though they're just not the big summer ones yeah i don't know it's just like i guess i'm not looking for an escape as often as is being sold well it's because you're on like, heroin you have your yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't it's just yeah, I have my hobbies and I enjoy them. Like 
<laughs> like heroin. Like heroin. <laughs> like heroin. I don't I don't need conventional habits anymore. This like, is probably I, the worst rumor we're trying to propagate. <laughs> yeah, that's not about you. Accurate. Yeah. Yeah. I mean Okay. Anyway. <laughs> I don't even know. Jurassic World's coming out. Safe and not guaranteed wasn't good. Why do those things have to do with each other? I don't know. <laughs> the director <laughs> nobody cares. Uh <laughs> hey. Hey. Where were you, where, what next? What topic were we moving on to? <laughs> Twin Peaks. That is not at all where I was. Moving. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, we we know who did it now. We wa- we're watching season two, but okay. Yeah, it's like twenty four years ago. <laughs> <laughs> New season's coming out though, so. Yeah, you're right. Yep. Then all your dreams can be crushed once again. I don't know. I'm, I'm optimistic, I guess. But... No, you're not. That is not <laughs> a word I would use to describe you. I, I'm, I, I don't even care what they have to do with like the new, you know, oh, what are they going to do with the characters? And are they gonna yeah, do so you're apathetic. That no, is a more it's... appropriate word for you. <laughs> hey, no, I'm, I'm just excited. And that's like David Lynch is directing new film content. Okay. Like, Fair that's much. all I care about. It's okay. like he's making nine hours of new stuff. And it's like, no, you're oh, right. awesome. He hasn't made anything in like eight years. Like, I mean, he has. Yeah. I watched all of Dumbland, all of it, and uh, weird stuff happens. But <laughs> I, that's, I don't know. Like his internet stuff is, uh, it's. I wish he had a budget and stuff, maybe or something. I don't know. Some of it's fine, but out yonder, rabbits. I have yet to watch. There's a mystery disc that I have of like a bunch of his DavidLynch.com stuff. Mm-hmm. And I watched that a while ago, and uh, it's certainly from that man's brain, but uh, it is not like a feature film at all. Like it's not like, oh, check this out, guys. Like no, not at all. Like this is like the deepest end of the pool of appreciating any of this. So Industrial Symphony number one though, it's actually good, but it's like a play. It's basically a stage musical that he directed in like oh. the early nineties. Hmm. Yeah, it's uh, it's kind of cool though. David Lynch sucks. What? What? No, it's not even true. It's like, no, he's really great. Like Blue Velvet. No, Mulholland Drive is one of the best movies. Mulholland Drive is pretty. Good. Yeah. A fucking dumpster. Whatever. Anyway, do back there. There's no, an alley near no. my house that is like that. No, don't even say that. I'm never going to your house. No, I'm saying we need to film like Sugar Glass crazy video Dude, in that right. alley. We should make Sugar Glass. <laughs> okay. That that sounds like a weird like drug name, and it's totally not. <laughs> Gotta make that uh, sugar we could glass. make sugar glass. I don't know. I've been looking into like weird craft hob- ha- hobbies. Hobbits? Dude, it's not what was hard. Yeah. Do you dude, have sugar? Go- I got- dude, I got so much felt. Check this out. I was expecting to make so many puppets. Grab a bottle of sugar that you just had ready. <laughs> no. I used to make sh- myself some mad fucking puppets, yo. I used to take like those milk jugs and they cut them so that when you put your hand in them they would be a mouth and then you put like, oh. eyes on it and they'd have a pointy head and you put a little tuft there for hair i made some That's mad fucking puppets dude we might need your puppet expertise around here i don't know do i'm gonna have... get like one of those light boxes what yo do you have a glue gun yeah it's right there <laughs> do, do you have pipe cleaners uh no actually what the fuck i know <laughs> i gotta go back to the craft store I have okay. glue. It's right here. We should take. We should probably just quit our jobs and start making puppets. 
<laughs> Dude, you don't even know. I know how to make this puppet from like a bleach thing and a broomstick. It'll be great. I'll show you everything. Okay. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you so don't even know where that's to go. Basically, what Jim Henson and Frank Oz did, but that was like fifty years ago. <laughs> so I don't know if you could just do it again and be like, "No, dude, puppets. Puppets are hot no, right you now." Could. You okay. totally could. Okay. All right, puppets. That's Jim what, Henson, Dark Crystal. That's what we should do for like YouTube stuff. We should make puppets and just do little skits, like Potter Puppet Pals by Lemon Demon. What the fuck did you just say to me? That's <laughs> I, I don't know what you're talking about. Lemon Demon did a series about with puppets that Harry Potter got millions of views. Like that dude's set forever. I'm going to start thinking up some puppets. There was a time in my life where I could look at an item and think of a puppet for it. I, I've watched a lot of YTV growing up. For anybody who's not Canadian, it's like our youth channel or whatever. There mm -hmm. was so much puppet-making bullshit on that channel back in the day. Uh, <laughs> but you took it to heart. You like started I did. seeing the world their way and making puppets. That's good. Yeah. It That's was a skill. Weird. No. No, it's not. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. It's a craft. It it is a craft. Yeah. I don't even want to show like finger puppets now. They're so bad. No, you have to show me your finger puppets. Oh my god. No, they're just bad little tube men. They're just little Dude, tube that's men. What a finger puppet see. is. I know, but all right. just had a conversation. You have to show everything. All right. I'll just <laughs> glove up with all five of them, and we'll see. They probably won't even like, show. Check this out. I got this garbage here. It's a poutine box. Mm -hmm. Or is it? <laughs> you can turn anything into a puppet. I'm not kidding you. A poutine box and a puppet. See, this Both. is a problem with just like saying random shit sometimes on the internet. People don't know when you're being like disingenuous or not. I can make me some fucking puppets. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I'm also trying to vamp and feel dead air while Nathan tries to find his finger puppets, which will no, be great all... audio only podcast material. By the way, it's the best. They're all right here. I love so. Visual. I made so five. This okay. one has a creepy red eyes, which was the thing I was trying to do. Also, line art nose. I was kind of happy about that. Sure. This guy's a little crown. I was trying to make a little like hair piece for this guy with like thread. Yeah, no, they have personality. Okay. Uh, yeah. This this blue guy. I was trying to just make use different colors, but he's kind of a computer robot man. Mm. And this was the first one I made. I tried to make his eyes more interesting later. Oh no, this was no. Sorry, this guy. This guy here was the first one I made. Anyway, there they are. You know what you should start looking into anytime you go out? Those what? rubber, like, finger things for papers and also thimbles to make rounded heads. Oh, thimbles. Okay, for, like, the top, so it's not just Basically, if you want to just, like, make puppets, mm -hmm. anytime you go out anywhere, just find little things and just, like, store them in little containers. Just everything you can find yeah we were, we were kind of like there were some little beads and things that we were trying to do to make the eyes more animated on one of them mm -hmm. but uh anyway yeah also i don't think hot glue hot glue sticks to felt in a weird way so i'm gonna try to just use elmer's next time it's kind of weird what happens basically what the hot glue does is since there's so many little fibers sticking off felt it connects to those and bunches up which in turn can lead it to fall off really well unless you like Elmer's is a good choice. Uh, any glue that you can spread thin into like a film is usually a good choice, but it globs too much on felt and then it can rip off easily. That's yeah. the problem I find with it. 
and like it was starting to kind of solidify while I was fine tuning some stuff, and I was finding that kind of frustrating. It could also melt through the felt and burn you. <laughs> oh, it, it didn't do that in any of these, but oh, I've okay. Um, yeah. Anyway, um, there you go. That was a couple weeks ago. <laughs> but I'm, I'm trying to find oh. other puppet materials. I don't have very many on my desk because there's nothing but. I'm not a big fan things. of googly eyes. I was trying to not googly have to eyes use them. Are hilarious when used on pictures that already exist, or like if you okay. put them on your TV to like take a silly picture. It's like, oh, Jennifer Aniston's so silly now, or something. But but yeah. if you're making something, you should try to make the eyes fit the rest of the tone of the face for yeah. a personality sort of thing. They they're just a silly personality with googly eyes, and they're never. Like, you if you want a serious time. character and you use googly eyes, you fucked up. You're a bad puppet maker. Yeah. That's so puppet making 101. I didn't even buy any, but yeah. yeah. I also, is there places other than Michael's to go for stuff like this, or are they just the craft? Yeah, thrift shops. Oh, for just weird stuff? Just random bullshit. Okay. If you want to get really adventurous, go to, like, not the dumps, but, like, um, not, like, necessarily the dump, but there's, like weird electronic places you can get like copper wire and just weird like pieces of computer and stuff like that oh okay uh hardware stores are great for a lot of weird shit like little baubles and stuff like that mm -hmm. in that regard walmart has a bunch of useless shit in it you can buy department stores <laughs> uh maybe in targets death throws you could get some discount stuff yeah maybe because yeah hank they're... wouldn't know about that being american and all Oh, yeah, our Target branch up here is dead. <laughs> the one, like, few blocks from here closes in, like, six days, so I kind of want to go see what there is to see, but... There's nothing. The, that's the problem. The reason they're dead is because even when they were just starting up, there was fucking nothing to buy there. Ever. Nah, I mean, there's. I bought video games here, Mabos and stuff. No, you Ooh. didn't. That's a lot. I did. No, I bought... Let's see. I bought Samus there and Zelda. Mm -hmm. And I think that was it. Uh, yeah, Mebo wise, that, that Captain Toad though, I got that from them. Spart is talking some mad bullshit and is on the verge of getting banned for saying you shouldn't be making a serious character as a fucking puppet. You know nothing about puppets, sir. Fuck you. I'm trying to think of like, well, I mean that that's Jim Henson's kind of thing with Dark Crystal and stuff, right? He was trying to like push the boundaries i have yet to watch that that's yeah. another 80s nostalgia piece i can't believe I... he made david bowie yeah well, that's <laughs> labyrinth same but thing yeah, yeah. uh <laughs> inventive creation well he did like he, the weird hands behind him to make him juggle and do that thing with the sphere that was not david bowie because you can't do that that's like david bowie can't do a lot of things with his hands <laughs> what do you mean at all like post 80s yeah drugs heroin Maybe. Maybe. Probably heroin. Hank, what the fuck have you been doing? <laughs> uh, also, playing Ori in the Blind Forest. Yes. It's a beautiful game. It plays really good. That's really what, good. That's Metroidvania what I mean game. by it being a beautiful yeah. game. It actually yep. controls nicely. So, yep. Nathan looks puzzled again. Ori in the Blind Forest is a Metroidvania-type game uh, with... It feels... Mm, I always liken it, you know how tight Super Meat Boy feels? I think it feels very much like that. It feels, every time you like put in a 
command or something like with your buttons it just works like everything about it feels very fluid the animation is very nice to complement how smoothly it plays there's a bunch of mechanics stuff that you gradually get over time so it feels like you're constantly upgrading your character and the the environment is really nicely rendered for one thing, but the music fits it perfectly as well. So it kind of feels like you're exploring this weird magical forest that you're in that's kind of kind of fucked up a little bit, but you're saving it or whatever the hell is going on. I'm trying to figure out what's going on story-wise because I kind of don't give a fuck about the story at all. Yeah, that's... The story, It's it feels like the thing with indie games is... Like, to be a critically acclaimed indie game, it has to be, like, a dark, scary world near a small thing in, like, the view of this giant thing. Like, that's typically what's gotten big acclaim. And it feels like they're going that way with the, the way the opening starts and with the... That opening's that it's like, bad. It's too long. You, you get to play, kind of, but it's not actually letting you play with the mechanics. You just have, like, a shittier jump, and you just have to walk in one direction while it's, like, giving you a story. But the game itself is all about, like, empowering you and, like, building you up with new abilities over and over again. It's, like, it's not that kind of game. Mm. So it's there's a disconnect there. Mm. And it's just, yeah, the opening takes way too long, too. It just takes it a sucks. long time. It made me almost just stop playing it. It was bad. <sighs> there's also a weird thing with that game. So... The only reason this game exists is because Microsoft published it. Like, they put money behind it. Because the people who made it were crazy. And they were artists who decided every background element needed to be unique. Mm -hmm. So, like, every bush in the background is unique. Which is fucking nuts. That's a waste of your resources. (laughs) Like, the only reason this game is as polished as it is is because Microsoft stepped in, gave them enough money to, like, do it right. Mm Mm-hmm. So there's some stuff about their aesthetics that I'm not into, but it plays so fucking good. I don't care. Mm. Like, is it a it's a platformer or like what is? Yeah, it is so literally it's, Metroidvania it's a, style yes, gameplay. Yes, oh, okay. And it has a map, and but it's focused on platforming specifically and not combat. It honestly Ooh. feels more like Metroid than Vania, really. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But so your main attack is. You have this little orb of light that follows you around, and you just mash on the X button on an Xbox controller, and like lightning, like little flame things just come out randomly. And if you're near enough to an enemy, it'll be attacked. So the idea is your your main focus is on the tight platforming controls and just being around things in the space. So you're not like lining up shots or anything. it's not focused on combat. It's yeah. enemies are incidental to what you have to do, which is platforming, basically. Mm-hmm. How and, how long is the long intro? Like an hour? Like no, it's not. I mean, it just okay. feels like it it's takes like, forever. It's actually probably, probably about between five and ten minutes. But in oh. that five and ten minutes, it's a bunch of dumb bullshit that's trying to pull at your heartstrings, even though you don't care because you don't know who any of these characters are. <sighs> Just like, yeah. yeah, like, we haven't established anything yet, but we're already going for buttons. Like, That's weird. In the first people five minutes, Bambi's, like, yeah, people who thought Bambi's mom dying is the pinnacle of storytelling. But see, the difference is... Oh. That's like 40 minutes into the movie, though, or something, right? Like, it's not right out of the gate, is it? Well, the thing I is, can't like, right out of the gate, what happens is 
Yeah. You see Ori basically, like, get floated away from whatever tree it was living on or born on. It gets... you. It meets up with this thing. It raises it. That thing dies. Sad moment. It's like, no, I don't care what that thing is. I barely know what this fucking glowy thing is other than I'm probably going to be playing as it for the next eight hours. You are not allowed to try to do this. This mm-hmm. is like an end sequence sort of thing. Like, it's completely bullshit and arbitrary. They're just trying to put it in there to get those brownie points of it has the feels when there's nothing to feel because you don't give a fuck about anything that's going on with it. Mm. Yeah. But as a video game, it's really good. (laughs) Yeah, which is more important because fuck story elements. Mechanically, something to be a good video game has to feel good. And it does a good job of doling out new mechanics to you over time. Yeah. Like like early on, you get... Eventually, get the you can like jump like Meat Boy style, jump on a wall and then jump up that wall to get higher. Yeah, you get a eventually you get a double jump, which is great. You get the, the really the best ability in my mind is the it's called like the bash, mm-hmm. where if you're near an enemy and you hold or most projectiles and you hold Y, an arrow will come up. And it will, once you let go, it'll shoot you off in the direction of the arrow and it'll shoot the enemy or projectile off in the other direction. So, A, it's a really fast way to move around in the late, when you're later in the games when you're like just trying to get across the map to get some collectible on the map. But also, it aids in some of the locked off stuff. So, where you have to shoot a particular kind of enemy at a wall to break it to get in to get the collectible. Yeah. Like, it's really well thought out. There's, like a good amount of stuff on the map without it f- feeling like too long. Like it's not, it's also, it seems really well paced. Mm-hmm. I'm almost done with it, but I haven't finished it yet. The sequence at the end of like the first sort of, of the three like dungeon type parts is fucking great where you're, there's like water rising and you're just jumping up to try and get away from it. Mm-hmm. And I really like that once the water reaches you, it doesn't immediately kill you because it's just water. It just hurts you. And you can sort of, you can't really see, but you can sort of jump your way through it a bit. Mm-hmm. And it's just like a real rush. Like I played that part and I was like, wow, that was great. That's a great platforming sequence. That's really the first sequence, actually, in that whole game that was like, okay, I see what you're trying to do and I'm in. Yeah. The water looks great, too. Like it, that yeah. is, it really like the game nice. look. I think the game started because there were a bunch of artists talking on some forum somewhere. Yeah. That's how it, like, came to be. Yeah, the, Moon Studios I think, is a bunch of people all around the world. They're not a, yeah. a company located in one spot. Yeah. So, like, they had never met each other till like, some E3 or something, I think, last year, from what I heard. Yeah, exactly. I think it's cool. It's a really nice game, and it... It kind of feels that niche that, like, for Metroidvania games that I don't think a game has done appropriately since Dust and Elysian Tale, but, like, without the furry thing going on, <laughs> the cartoony furries. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah what I, I mean, I like that it's focused on platforming. Like, it's fun to get around, because yeah. a big part of the game is finding little collectibles in little secret areas, so that it's fun to get around the level is fucking key. Yeah. That's the thing. Yeah, I agree with you. I enjoy it. Yep. That was those were the only two games I really played this week that were worth talking about. City still took it for time played though. <laughs> oh by far. Just waste so much time building a city. Who would have thought building a city would be a time consuming endeavor? Not me. 
<laughs> turns I, out traffic patterns are hard. I've seen how God our city it. operates, and I'm just like, some motherfucker just threw this together, so whatever. <laughs> but nope. All new appreciation for transit lines specifically. That shit is a bitch to get right. The, the well, to anticipate need and whatever. That's the problem. Yeah. 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 Like, you start building your city with these tiny roads, and then later on you're like, oh no! I've built all this industrial shit right here. No one can get in. <laughs> I've made a horrible mistake. Yeah. Everything is ruined. I have to redo everything. Yeah. I don't want to just redo everything. I have to fix it. It needs to be fixed. It's broken. Everything's broken. Video games. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's talk about movies, because you saw three this week. And I don't I just, know anything about any of them. I saw four movies, only three in theaters, and I saw an older movie, too. Well, I know about the older movies, so we can talk Yeah, about fair enough. That, but. So the first movie I saw is 71, which is based on a true story of a... takes place in 1971, of a British soldier in uh, Belfast during the Irish Revolution who gets separated from his squad, basically. He's sort of trapped there in night, and the IRA is looking for him, and he's trying to figure a way out. So it, the problem with this movie is the main character is fucking nothing. He's like a MacGuffin to show off things that the director found interesting so about like the IRA conflict. Except Forrest Gump has way more personality than this guy does. That's okay. Hey, come on. Well, mental retardation doesn't equal personality. It, it kind of does in that movie. Look, he jumps off <sighs> that's a boat. The, that's that so cheap. That's so cheap, though. Like, really? Somebody's... Oh, whatever. I mean, you're well, right. I'm, I'm trying to think of a movie <laughs> that just uses a character to an end and isn't actually invest anything in that person being a personality. Like, it sounds like they're just an underdeveloped, like, avatar for the audience to see stuff. Is that what you're kind of saying, or yeah, mostly? Um, okay, it's not even for the audience; it's like for the plot. Okay, like you're not emo your emotional investment is sort of more with these in these side characters who have things going on, but he has nothing invested in any of this. He just happens to be there. Oh God! So like Fury, the main guy in Fury, <laughs> Logan Lerman's character, where it's just like, hey, I don't know that guy. He'll, he'll roll with his super seasoned tank veterans because, I don't know, we need a young person. Yeah, That's how I felt about him. But, fair enough. Yeah. Except this is, like, the, to make this movie, it sort of seems trapped because it's based on a true story. It's actually yeah. about some guy. The guy doesn't turn uh, out to be interesting. Okay, okay. <laughs> so this is a real guy. It's not even yeah. a, like a composite character. Okay. No. Apologies to that guy, I guess. No, but fuck that guy. You what, is, well, what does he see? Does he see cool stuff? Like, is the stuff we're I mean, seeing? The, and, uh, I mean, well, the reason I wanted to see it is because it seems like a pertinent movie with to, com, to come out now with the fer weird Ferguson stuff. Like, just the parallels you could draw there would be interesting. Doesn't like So there's like a scene with the military. They're forming a wall while the the Irish cops are going in and arresting people and there's like a mob forming in front of them and they start throwing rocks and shit goes nuts. So that's kind of cool. But once it gets sort of away from that, that scene, it, it becomes like it, 
does the thing a couple times of having introduced of like the innocent killed in the wake of war. It's like the cheapest tug at your oh isn't war horrible thing where it kills this this like smart talking little kid who drinks. He's like a great mm-hmm. character, but then like this bar blows up and the kid dies. Good. And okay. then and then there's a and then the movie pulls it again with this other kid and literally kills him kind of twice. Or you think he's dead, and then he gets up, saves the guy again, saves the guy, and then gets killed again for reals this time. No, I swear I'm all right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, it didn't, so some kind of cheap out. emotional buttons yes. they go for. Yeah. They mm. go for cheap emotional buttons. So it, it, was, it was a bummer. How many but dogs okay. die? <laughs> no dogs die. Okay, so they don't go the full gambit of cheap emotional buttons, at least. There's that. It's just kids. They didn't but, pull right. Peter Muller right. you it up. Speaking of John Wick, my next movie <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sort of has a similar plot yeah. setup of which is Run All Night, which is the new Liam Neeson movie. Oh, with uh, the Ed Harris, that guy, the bad guy, that guy, and also Joel Kinnaman. Yes, the, Joel Kinnaman is his the son. killing and RoboCop and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the way this movie is similar to. Uh, John Wick is that the plot gets set off by the criminal gangster who's Ed Harris. His son does something stupid mm. and so it sets off everything. Where Liam Neeson ends up having to kill the kid to save his son. Does he have a particular set of skills? <laughs> yes. He was like a hitman for Ed Harris back in the day, but now he's like a horrible drunk. Like the thing about this movie is they don't try at all to make Liam Neeson a good person. Like, he's a piece of shit. He just happens to be trying to save his son. <laughs> like, his only okay. friend in the world is Ed Harris. Really? Mm. Like you know, his son you know you're in bad too. company when Ed Harris is your only friend in the world. <laughs> You've done some shit in your life. Yeah. I get Harris. Uh, but, but the thing <laughs> with this movie is... <laughs> Joey. The movie is mostly like... Um, like basically a drama that happens to have really good action in it. Like okay. it's a lot of slow and like talking parts. If I recall, They're... it's the same director as Unknown, which is one of the like weirdest worst movies I've seen, oh. but it has like a plot thread in it that's actually well done. But I don't know if it is. Like it might be I wrong. I think it was the director of Nonstop. It's the director of Nonstop, which was I, last I year's Liam Neeson it's movie. A, it's a same, was that the same, same guy. guy. Okay. Okay. On they've, they've collaborated a couple times for some reason, but Nonstop was really good. I really like Nonstop. Okay, okay. But that I, was I tight. That was a tight thriller. And this this is more of a drama that incidentally has is the, is the drama good? Does it have weight? The drama's pretty good. Every there are a bunch of scenes where Liam Neeson and Ed Harris get to interact, and those yeah. scenes are all really good. Like they're really mm-hmm. well done. I also appreciate that they never try to make Joel Kinnaman an action star in this movie. Like, okay. he never does any action stuff. He never saves Liam Neeson, which is always the trick they pull with the action star's kid. It's like a major character in one of those kind of movies. Like Jay Courtney and Die Hard 5 or whatever. Yes. Yeah. Die Hard 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Movie. Um, There's a good yeah. explosion in it, though. <laughs> Stand yeah. by it. It was pretty cool. All that fire. You know what anyway. else had a good explosion? Uh, the Kingdom of the Crystal for... Skull. Yeah, okay. Explosion was fun. 
Yeah. That movie's okay. Refrigerator thing was a okay. Yeah, hilarious. That refrigerator thing was great. Yes, it was. People who complain about that are full of shit. They are full of shit. There is a lot to complain about in that movie. That is not one of them. Look, there's a previous Indiana Jones movie where they jump out of a plane in a in fucking a raft and then go and off a cliff. <laughs> like, come on. That was also like everybody's next least favorite one, but you, whatever. <laughs> whatever. Double that's Doom is fine too. That's that movie hates women because it was about um, Kate Capshaw. Yeah, I think. Spielberg and George Lucas had just had really bad divorces before they made that, so they were really pissed at women. So they made an awful female character, that and then Spielberg happened. married her. Like, so I don't know, <laughs> whatever this narrative we've made. But uh, okay, no, Ugh, what is what is it even called? You said nonstop, and there's like run all night. Yeah, run all night is taken seven. Run all night, nonstop two. Yeah, I didn't even okay. see Taken 3. That was like a real thing I that happened. I didn't even see Taken 2. I did see Taken, Taken 2, 2, and that's kind of why I didn't see Taken 3. <laughs> oh. okay. Yeah. So I can yeah. stop at Taken, because I enjoyed the time I watched that movie once. That was good. Yeah. I, hear, I need to watch Walk Along the Tombstones, which I've heard is good. And Nonstop was really good, and I loved The Grey, as far as... The I did movie. like The Grey. The Grey is so good. It's really good. This is a classy movie. Kind of. Like just Manny it is. surviving. No, it's like the edge. I wasn't. I wasn't being an asshole. It is a classy <laughs> film. I really like how they do stuff in that. That movie was way better than the trip. The trailers made it look like it was going to be a movie entirely about Liam Neeson punching. <laughs> punching. Wolves. That, that's exactly. what I thought too. With last time, like taped to his <laughs> like hand. That was going to be the whole movie. But nope. But no, that it was that about was like death. A, <laughs> yeah. Coming to terms with it. Yeah. Like yeah. At, right after the crash, he like talks that guy through his death, and it's yeah. weird. And you're just like, oh, this movie. is like serious. Like a writer wrote this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's the best way to describe that movie. A writer wrote this. I, I just, yeah, I, I, I sat down not expecting any intelligence to be on the screen. That's fair because like, it's a movie, yeah. and there's very rarely any intelligence <laughs> in a movie. I guess, yeah, but I don't know. I was, I was impressed with it. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. That was years ago. I only watched it one time, but me too. And it was yeah. a great time. I don't want to sully it by maybe misremembering and watching again realizing oh there's a lot of garbage but i don't think i am it's yeah rewatching, replaying all that stuff it's dangerous game replaying is the more dangerous game especially when you play stuff from the n64 era like let's just be real if that was a yeah. bad that was a bad era it just was even the yeah even the biggest like best made stuff from that time is just kind of clunky except and... last corpse oh, so good I don't know. Last time I tried to play it, I that was when that I found truck out moves my too slow though. was broken. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. Star Fox 64 holds up okay. I bet it doesn't. There's a lot of <laughs> lighting okay. and like the okay. branching plot. The parts lines. of it are bad, but the parts that were always bad. The Landmaster. <laughs> yeah. Or the, the the submarine stuff. The submarine yeah. that's one level that was yeah. on the path that I that was like I a didn't hard mind the train Landmaster level, I think. I don't that know. That level's okay. It's really the one where you don't have Slippy and you can't see the boss's health because of it. Mm. That's That you only go to because you fucked up. Mm. You only get there because you let Slippy die in the, that one previous level and you get there. Okay. Hmm. And I guess you're just in the R-Wing in it, but there's that one where you're like chasing boats, essentially. Isn't that what's happening? Like There's like a bunch of pirates or something on a ship. Yeah. And then so there's the like level with Cat. 
Yes. Yeah. Okay. I'm getting called out. I disagree with you, Paul. That arrow was goddamn adorable. Adorable, sure, maybe. Like there was some charming stuff they tried to do. Go back yeah. and replay any of those. Just do it. They're terrible. They are badly made pieces of junk. What is what arrow? Era. Oh, that era. It, it was interesting oh, yeah. seeing people trying to figure out 3D. Like it was at the time. No, it's like historically significant. It's yes. just it's a yeah, drag exactly. to actually try to get yes. anything more that, out of it. That's kind of like, what I mean. Like that like, era I can was complete important. this software, but it's it's not enjoyable. Like, like that it's... era was arguably maybe one of the most important for video games, but it is so full of garbage. It is so full of fucking garbage. <laughs> I'm trying to like, yeah, even liken it to other media of just like, no, for like silent films were fine, but then we figured out films like, in general are kind of garbage. Well, for like narrative purposes, like you can tell stories with them like pretty effectively. You can also so. tell stories with words in books that were around way before that. Yeah, but yeah, you books are kind of garbage too, well. though. Books are kind of garbage too. They go in the barrel. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Hitler's regime, they got they were big piles. They weren't even barrels. Yeah, but some of them are good. Oh. I kind of like GameCube more than N64. That's because they started figuring out what they were doing, and people didn't care because they didn't like the GameCube very much, apparently. Or just weren't excited about it, at least. What a weird time that was, but yeah. yeah. It was. Well, I can watch DVDs on this thing, so I'll get that instead. And it's like, okay. That's... Dude, my first DVD ever. Actually, yeah. the first DVD I ever owned was Lord of the Rings Fellowship of the Ring. The first DVD I ever watched was LA Confidential, and I'm never looking back. That was a good movie. <laughs> okay. Kevin Spacey. Yeah, he's, he's in that. He yeah. is back. I only watched like two of those and I don't I don't think I am in the mood for it right now. Like the my appetite is gone for like cynical political stuff. I don't know. There's not a whole lot of cynical political stuff in like media, like well done. That's just real life stuff. I guess. I, I don't stuff. know. It's just, I'm, yeah, like it's just, I'll have that later or something. Like I'm, I'm not ready for that course yet. Or yeah, something. sure. I, I don't know. Yeah. When it, it, when it came out, it's just, it wasn't what I was looking for. Speaking of trashy films, what's the salvation all about? It's a western, okay. Starring Mass Mickelson, oh, the the villain in Casino Royale, mm -hmm. and, and he's uh, Hannibal. Yeah. yeah, so he's he's a uh, him and his brother. They're like Danish immigrants who came to the West to make a new life, and it starts out with his Mass Mickelson's wife and kid finally showing up. He hasn't seen them in a long time. They get on a stagecoach to go to his place. There are like two these two uh, outlaw or two drinking guys get on and they start like molesting his wife. He starts to try to he gets thrown out of the carriage and eventually he's like running after it. Finds his dead son on the road. Then he gets catches up with the carriage and then murders the fuck out of those two guys. His wife is dead, so his life is. He's he's real pissed off. But one of the guys he murdered is the brother of the criminal outlaw guy of the guy who like basically is terrorizing the nearby town. Okay. Who's played by uh Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Oh okay. weird. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And the guy from Watchmen? Yeah. Comedian? Okay. Yes. Yes. So he plays a really good villain. 
who's hmm. like just gone crazy. It's sort of implied that he used to be a good man, but he's got he killed too many Indians and he's just gone kind of crazy. So they that, they start like, they uh, start like terrorizing the town to find the people who murdered uh his brother. Okay. So he makes them he makes the town give up two other people for him to murder if they can't find him. And they like supply like they get this old woman to agree to be murdered and they bring out this guy from who has like one leg to be shot by him. And he after he kills them he just shoots some random guy cuz he's like, you know, that an old woman and a half guy that, that wasn't adding up. Mm-hmm. But then he he doesn't like satisfy his bloodlust, so he like starts charging them double protection rate, and says they still need to find whoever shot them. Hmm. So and then it turns out like he's actually working for like the rail the banking railroad company and trying to chase everyone out of town so Amazing. that they can because the town is like built on oil. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's oil there. and Is this Chinatown set in the West? <laughs> I mean, it's it's a pre- it's more like, like classic Western stuff, but done with a modern sensibility, so it's got all that violence and hmm. blood and stuff. Okay. Man, Ava, Green, cool. Ava Green is it, but she's a mute character. Her tongue was cut out at some point. That's Seemed like odd. a weird choice. Okay. <laughs> it was It was really good. Okay. Know, it, was, it was a fun movie. Also, um, oh, what's his name? Jonathan Price is in it, and he sort of feels like he's he's like the mayor slash undertaker. Okay, he's playing his character feels sort of like he's channeling the spirit of Walter Brennan. That old time town, okay. like the town, silly old man. Hmm. Okay, but just also terrible. He was person. great in Tomorrow Never Dies. He was actually a fun Bond villain. Yeah. yeah, he was. I that movie doesn't get enough respect. I mean, it was better than both of the subsequent Pierce Brosnan movies by far. So well, that's not a comparison. I know, I know. <laughs> like, I mean, I guess. Do you prefer it to Goldeneye? Like, they're both pretty good for dumb entertainment that James Bond is for. I prefer so. the just. I, prefer I think kind I, of the I prefer the 006 versus him thing in Goldeneye, I think, but I don't know. Yeah, like, I don't know. agent versus agent shit. I kind of like the whole just, like, media thing from yeah, it Tomorrow is. Never Dies. So, like, it's a more unique conceit for the Bond films in general. There isn't, like, like there is a bad guy, but mm-hmm. he's not the same type of like evil bad guy that the bond villains usually are if that makes any sense mm-hmm. it's just kind of a crazy asshole <laughs> in a way like but did that movie have a villain who had a bullet in his brain that made him stronger that oh my <laughs> fucking god submarines <laughs> oh, i don't <laughs> Denise Who Richards. Denise Richards as there, Christmas Jones. The, yes, it's so bad. There was an era there where I was obsessed with Denise Richards, and I don't. Well, I know why. It was because she had big tits. Okay, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like there's better it's movies for that. Oh no! Like I yeah. had, I owned Wild Things, and that movie's not that good. But I watched it probably like five times. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. That has movie. to be the he last didn't... thing Nev Campbell ever did, right? Uh, she was in a Mad Men episode. 
She's that, just on an airplane, and Don Donald Draper turns over and is like, "Hey," and has a conversation with her. But yeah, no, she hasn't really done anything recently. Well, I mean, Scream Four, but and, yeah, Scream Four is okay. Scream Four is okay. It's okay. It's nothing great, it's but better, it's better. Okay. It's better than three. Yeah, I will give it that. And maybe better than two, but two has some crazy fun stuff going on in it. Sequel jokes. That's kind of it. Yeah. yeah. I've heard 22 Jump Street has millions of sequel jokes, and I don't know, I don't think that makes me want to see it. That's not a, that, I don't know. It's like, we knew we were uncreative when we made it, so we called ourselves out. Ha ha. Jokes. Nope, that's not (laughs) a joke for. Yeah. Yeah. But hey, I saw Chappie. uh, Okay. How was that? Neil Blomkamp movie. Uh, I have Short Circuit 2. I haven't watched it yet, but I was thinking, like, isn't this Short Circuit? Like, this just sounds like Short Circuit when I'm, like, I've seeing it. has literal plot points from Short Circuit 2 and Robocop in it. it like, it, shots yeah. that are sort of taken out of both of those movies, too. It, it, it was giving me a vibe of, okay, but, okay, in, bo- in exactly that kind of way of, like, what if we combined Paul Verhoeven-type gore with, like, a kid's movie mentality... So it's a really weird blend of just, like, really kind of patronizing, like, oh, we're going to teach the robot about death and, like, whatever, like, kind of little sad moments and whatever. But then it's like, and then Hugh Jackman's going to rip this guy in half with a mech and, and like, blood everywhere. And that's just Yeah, like, but that's kind of what Short Circuit 2 already is. <laughs> that's the thing it, about Short Circuit 2. Is Short Circuit 2 violent? Yeah. Like, is there's it? a scene where he, like, the part... If there's a part in the movie where he basically gets Chappie basically gets ripped apart, that's the part that's taken out of Short Circuit too. That happens. oh okay, because yeah, short like Chappie gets his arm cut off and the kind yeah. of this stuff yeah happens yeah okay. It's but brutal in Short Circuit too as a kid's movie. It's one of those things that's super memorable when you see it as a kid because <laughs> he's literally oh. goes like he can't talk afterwards and he literally writes on chalk on a wall dying <laughs> like it's fucking brutal wow. <laughs> i have i should watch short circuit too I've, it's yeah. terrible but okay <laughs> because it's all about the white guy playing an indian character from the first movie like he's the only main character aside short circuit who's back oh weird yeah i know <laughs> not in it but yeah. I, I don't know it's I, it was it was a weird movie because it's just like some of the ideas it has about just like, I don't know, sentience and whatever are kind of novel. Like there's some kind of neat developments that happen with Chappie. But there's also like just this stuff that doesn't I don't know why it's OK. Two of the main characters in the movie are like South African rap stars that I don't know anything about. But they're just like, oh, yeah, Ninja and Von Lisa or whatever. And there's these two, like, weird, wacky punk people that are, like, raising Chappie and in the movie a bunch and have tons of screen time and tons of dialogue and all this stuff. And it's just like, I don't who like this is such a catered to South Africa thing. Like, I don't what am I supposed to make of this? Like, it's not funny. It's not I don't I don't know. Like, I was not getting much out of all those sequences and like the effects are still good and all this stuff. I guess I generally felt this movie added up to a little bit more than Elysium did, but I was kind of bummed out by Elysium. Like I just Mm. didn't care about Matt Damon. So making it a robot, your kind of main character was kind of a 
avenue to just i kind of care what's going on this is kind of okay like dev patel's okay i was gonna say how is the slum dog millionaire he's he's fine like okay. i i guess i buy is him he as... answering questions based on his experiences in life no <laughs> he's he's uh giving his robot like uh one of those weird rubber chickens that you squeeze and they make a weird sound Oh, because he heard that sound when he got beaten and tortured to death in the yeah <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, it's implied though they don't spell it like they did in Slumdog, but uh, right, Slumdog yeah. is clearly the inferior film. Yeah, it's a little more <laughs> subtle and nuanced. I no, I, there's nothing subtle or really going on here at all. It's just like really clearly spelled out everything. They also just kind of write themselves this weird backdoor, like for like anything mattering, of just mm. like. Yeah, we kind of just negated anything impactful happening. Yeah, but nothing in life really matters, if you think about it. No! Okay, well, but they don't let despair like that happen. They write themselves an out. What like, despair? We're just all going to be in the ground one day. Nothing really matters. Okay, but... <laughs> Anyone can see. They, nothing no, really they... matters to me. <laughs> but they undo that. They make it so you can live forever. <laughs> <laughs> oh okay like, you're right not... actually that really makes it that nothing matters <laughs> yeah nothing matters at the end of this movie like nothing happened really that's that important it's just like to, to the characters even like it's just and it, it kind of has some lazy exposition stuff with all this news footage up front and like a fake documentary style kind of like he did with district nine mm-hmm. but then they just don't return to it like it's like Great. 18 months earlier and then like whatever and they have these talking heads talking it's exactly crazy. like district nine that way yeah, and then it just goes <laughs> back, and then do they not return to, like, looking ahead, like, oh, this is so crazy, like, after that thing happened, the ship left? I watched it once, like, six years ago. I don't... The, I don't it's know. like a... I think they might have a news thing at the very, very end. He was holding like a flower as a cockroach man. Yes, they did that, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it ends. That was, like, the last I thought, shot. I thought that movie was so stupid, too, with, like, the DNA changing thing where he literally turns into an alien for him to see what the, how racist he was. Like, I was like, but is their fuel subtle. source? It wasn't... Like, I don't get how it changed him. It's like their like, fuel oh, source changed him. Yeah, gl- like, gas I spilled oil him. on me. Oh, no, I became an oil monster. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, I'm still baffled how Neil Blomkamp came to be, like, a major director. Because that whole, like, especially knowing, like, the whole Halo movie plans in, like, 2005. And watching, like, short films of his on GameSpot. Because he was going to be the Halo guy. And then when I saw the first District 9 trailer being like, oh, is this the Halo movie? It's like, no, it's not. Just Peter Jackson and him got on. Yeah, I think it's Peter Jackson's fault. It's one, like, plot point away from being the Halo movie. So, I mean, he's still really good at, like, using CG and action sequences and all this kind of stuff. It's just the the mentality. Like, I guess it's just the level of intelligence of the story is, like, kid movie level. But then the visuals and, like, the dialogue and what's happening is, like, an R-rated film. So it's, like, it's like an R-rated movie that's, like, talking down to you or something. Like like, Fritz the Cat. Is that patronizing? <laughs> it's nothing like that. <laughs> what? Is that patronizing? <laughs> like, I've seen Fritz the Cat. No, it's nothing like that at all. I guess it might be exactly like Short Circuit 2. I'll have to check it out. Okay. But it, it, is, it is like, yeah, a really weird blending of like E.T. and like, you know, Robocop. Like, 
Wait, I, I guess Short Circuit was kind of like E.T., but whatever, it's a robot. But I mean, it's e. like... Short Circuit was also a military robot that learns yeah. how to feel. Yeah, it, it's a lot like Quick that. Quick question from the chat. Nathan, does Chappie have sex with a human? Go. No. Damn it. There's nothing, <laughs> nothing like that at all. And there's like... There's stuff where they just don't get into... Okay. I love if, how you're just like, no. No, there isn't. There should have been. No. It's like, if a human... <laughs> If a human became a robot, what would they do sexually? They can't. So, like, there's, like, what would they do at all? Like, they're now not a human anymore. So, like, I don't, like... Like, this fuck is a the car? Question <laughs> the new RoboCop movie should have answered. Yeah. Like, well, they sort of have him, like, be really upset that, like, I'm not a person anymore. But they don't really go much further of just, like, yeah, he is a weird monster man. Like, <laughs> I don't know. They don't, they don't really... Yeah, th I don't know. Chap Chappie was not endearing amazing. apparently, and not like Fritz the oh, Cat. Oh, also like <laughs> the most Sony movie ever. Like, there's just a scene where there's like a pile of PlayStation fours, and like they're always using Sony Vio laptops to do amazing <laughs> things, like just incredible humanity, like changing stuff. And it's just like this is. Does Chappie at some point right. find a Vita and say, "Is this a PS Vita?" I should buy one of these for the car. <laughs> that reminds me of the amazing product placement there was in Project Almanac, where that movie is a found footage movie that freeze frames on like a can of Red Bull for a really long oh, time. Oh no. <laughs> Produced by Michael Bay. Yeah. How was that? You saw that? How was that? Is that was actually pretty good. It sort of has the problem, too, of where at the end nothing matters. Okay. But it had it had some good high school antics stuff okay like there's a scene where a guy uses the time travel power to pass a class exam where the teacher keeps changing the questions every time he goes back in time and he gets That's more and more weird. frustrated that shouldn't like, even be possible like one of their conceits is things happen differently when you're going back okay and and then like the butterfly effect of like the small changes they have affecting the world and everything becomes terrible Okay. So they have to undo everything. And then they undo everything. And then you're just like, then wait, you're like, wait, what? <laughs> what did I just watch happen then? Like, all right. Huh. Yeah, movies. That that was the newest one I've seen. I also watched Trespass, but hey. Have you ever seen Trespass? Do either of you know about Trespass? Can I share with you the magic of Trespass? I'm not remembering. Okay. Uh, Walter Hill directed it. It was written by... Uh, Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale. Oh, Gale. dude, it's that yeah. Cage and Kidman movie. Okay. No, <laughs> I've seen that. That movie is not very good. <laughs> the movie's called Trespass. It is. It's also called Trespass. Oh, I should have known that would happen. No, it's the Ice-T, Ice Cube versus Bill Paxton and William Sadler movie. It's uh. basically about greed and, like, gold. It's like Treasure of the Sierra Madre, but in a tenement building in Pittsburgh. And Ice T and Ice Cube team up, and it's kind of cool. But, so it's three yeah. kings in a tenement building. Oh, I guess sure. I mean, Ice Cube's there too. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> can't get enough gold. Like, yeah, I don't know. It was it was kind of fun. Like, totally nothing mad, nothing important. Like, it's just mm -hmm. hey, don't don't get too greedy. You know, like <laughs> watch out. But simple morals or whatever. But it's kind of just a fun treasure hunt that goes wrong because gangsters. And yeah. yeah, hostage standoff kind of situation. So yeah, there you go. Okay. Just, it didn't do well back when it came out and like 
I don't know. It's I can't kind of imagine a, why with Ice Cube and Ice Tea in it. Well, no, like they were big business at the time, like no, New Jack City and all this. Yeah, they're great. It, kind of. They're kind of great. Kind Ice, of. Ice You're Cube, right. Ice Cube had his time, but yeah. he was smart enough to realize that when you have money, there's nothing to be angry about anymore. So instead of being a nigga with attitude, you just got to ask, "Are we there yet?" And yeah, I mean, successful family movies instead. Yeah, no, like, exactly. Produced sitcoms and stuff. And yeah, he's... And like we found out on that website about net worth, uh, he's got like $50 million, dude. That dude's doing okay. Yeah. Not not M&M money, but hey. Now, Chris Tucker needs to take a page <laughs> out of his pocket. It's right. Negative $10 million. Hank, Hank, how much money do you have in your pocket? You are still richer than Chris Tucker. <laughs> Somehow, yeah, I don't know, like net worth, like I don't know, holdings or anything. Just somehow minus eleven million. I'm gonna suck to be like a public joke and have negative money like that. Well, he was always a public joke, but I mean, at least he had money at some point. Yeah. I hate Chris Tucker. Fuck that guy. How he ever got oh, business? He like ruins Fifth Element. Like he I want ruins them to every do, movie he's ever like, been in. Remember Money edition. Talks. I never watched Money Talks. Yeah, you probably shouldn't because he's the main reason to watch Money Talks. Okay. I remember liking Rush Hour when it first came out. Wow, you were wrong. That's about it. No, I watched it a bunch when it first came out too, but I I will never ever go back. I don't think I can't go back to that movie. And I, I won't watch won't the third back. one. Like I No, no, that's not happening. Rush Hour 2 was bad enough, god damn it. It was yeah. horrible. What about Shanghai Nights and Shanghai Noon? <laughs> I only saw the first one and that was terrible. It's really a play on it. words, get it? I do get it. Shanghai Noon. Oh! Now I get it. Oh! Right here. Revelations on the Burning Barrel Podcast. Welcome. Uh, weird thing for me about Shanghai Nights is the guy who played, like the kid who plays Charlie Chaplin is Aaron Johnson, like kick-ass yeah. and Godzilla guy. Don't even talk about Godzilla. He ruined that movie, kind of. It's not yeah, his fault. It's not his fault. No, it's not his fault. He doesn't help anything, really. No, no, he doesn't. Yeah. Why do they always cut away when he's about to throw a punch? God damn it. <laughs> so annoying. But when he is on screen, he looks so good. But then he's not. The next second, he's gone. And you're looking at a kid Ex- sleeping on a couch. Except and for like, that point oh, where something he... amazing happened. Yeah, except for that point where he is on screen. And you're just like, oh, it's worth it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, he's going to breathe fire. Is that they're gonna make Japanese Godzilla movies again? Oh, okay. That I'm well, looking for. But, oh, really? Like Toho's just gonna? Yeah, start they're gonna. Pre- they're gonna start making them again. I found. Oh man, I found okay. King Kong versus Godzilla in like a trash bin. So I'm pretty stoked to have that. Uh, yeah, there's some cool dubs of that. I don't know. Well, I've only seen movie, dubs of some of the old stuff. But, I love that that movie was originally gonna be Godzilla versus Frankenstein, but they didn't change enough of the plot. So King Kong is powered <laughs> up by electricity. He does. So good. They don't even explain it. It's just nope. no. He he fell on the power lines and now he, he can punch better. I don't know. It's like that guy from Commando. <laughs> Spe- Commando. Speaking of Toho, though, I I finally watched this uh, House, the, the Japanese horror movie from the late seventies. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, what a rush that movie was. Yeah, like, just visually it's and great. like it was funny but weird and i don't know i also watched his uh the same director had a short film called emotions that was on the criterion disc and i watched that too okay like just everything about his like super bombastic kind of 
style stuff was just like, oh, this is where Edgar Wright like got his moves, and like you know, I can only see it like in the pop culture timeline. Like this kind of hyperactive editing stuff was just like, oh, it's already happened. Like in the late seventies and also mid sixties with his short film. So I I don't know, but yeah, just a bunch of girls go to this weird house. And a bunch of really surreal, strange stuff happens. It's, some, it's like it's really, really cool. good. It's really good. Yeah, it's a weird clock. I, I, I and I don't know what's happening to her or why she's dying, but that clock is bad, and the piano eats that person. And I don't know cats. Did you ever see the comedy horror house? Oh, like the eighties uh, George uh, George Went. Yep. No, is that good? Uh, not really. Did you ever see House with uh, Hugh Laurie? <laughs> <laughs> sometimes I've seen a couple episodes that, that show is like CSI for medicine and I oh, like it yeah, it's the yeah. best version of Sherlock Holmes it is a version of Sherlock Holmes <laughs> <laughs> that new one's pretty good but I still yeah. have yet to see that honestly it's the second episode of season 3 it's, it's really good it has that one guy yeah from a uh, imitation game or which guy or the guy from the Hobbit yeah that guy yeah 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 okay <laughs> Yeah, it's got those two guys. Um, what's his name? Yeah. I don't like how... Um, what's his name? Who's Sherlock in Sherlock? Benedict Cumberbatch. Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah. He's always playing characters who are closetedly gay. Always. Like, that's his interest in playing a character. Like, every time. Well, Stephen Hawking? Like, no, I don't know. Like, but like, going through he's the back. In his head, at least, that's how he's acting. It's really weird to me that he's always doing that. Like that's somehow like the subtext or something. It's yeah. Just, like I've seen interviews where he's <laughs> talked about that. That's what he cares about. Too. Okay. It's like, I want to inject a little bit of that into everybody. Like yeah, a little bit of the D. Like Khan looks at Spock and you know what he's thinking, but it's, yeah. well, it's probably explicit. for the people in those tubes. Mm-hmm. I didn't like that. Movie. That's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Uh, house. Great. I, I don't really know what to say about it. People should watch it, maybe. Like I, what do you what do you what do you express about it? Cats are strange. Dude, if you can find it, sure. It's probably on YouTube. Oh, is it? I I don't know. I it's on you know, Criterion re released it like five years ago. So it's probably on the internet somewhere. Yeah, that's what I mean. Okay. So you could watch it that way probably. You could yeah, you could do it that way too. <laughs> is that guy still alive? Like is he doing stuff? Did Hugh, he do Hugh stuff? Laurie? Yeah. Oh no, <laughs> Obayashi, like the director. I have oh. no idea, actually. Let me look. Well, he him up released quickly. a video, a movie in 2014. So. Wow! Wow! Really? Okay. I'm Called wondering weeks, how, what he's doing nowadays. Like, I I don't really know. He had a Seven really cool weeks. thing going on. Okay. Okay. IMDb doesn't even have any photos for it. No. Like his movie Emotions, it's almost like a. It's like the, the making of the movie is most of the movie, but it's ostensibly a vampire movie. But then it isn't for like most of it. It's actually about just like his friends working together to make a thing. And like there's like there's a great like Western stand up like, uh, you know, duel in it. But you can see the cameraman behind both of them. So there's like shot reverse shot. And then there's just cameraman behind him and the cameraman <laughs> behind him. And it's the same guy. Cause it's like I don't know. Like It's just like super explicit about like this is a bunch of like high school friends making a movie. Like, I don't know. Like we're figuring stuff out. But it was pretty charming. Um, and it was just 40 minutes. Like I just woke up early one morning before work and just turned it on and didn't know how long it was. And I was just sitting there watching it for almost an hour. I was just like, well, I don't know. That was great, but I gotta go to work now. 
There's yeah, there's this weird morning where I woke up at like seven thirty and just had hours to spare. But then at the end of those hours, I was having such a great time. I was so bummed out I had to go. That's why I wake up the literal minute I have to get up to go to work. It's probably the best way to do it. Like I there was a brief time in school too where I was doing that where I was I woke up super early and was playing Mass Effect two at like six in the morning. Yeah. I was like, eh, this is great. I have class in like an hour. It's like I gotta catch the bus. Man, this sucks. Like, I used all my entertainment time for today at the beginning, and now I'm going to be exhausted later and fall asleep at, like, 9. Like, I did this wrong. So I think I'm going to stay a late-night person instead of an early-morning person mm-hmm. for that reason. But, yeah. Sorry. For, what, what, you seem to be looking at a screen. What's what's next? What? No, I'm just reading something about House. Oh, like the uh, Hugh Laurie? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's coming back. No, the Obayashi film. What the fuck is the matter with you? Oh, okay, sorry. I don't know. <laughs> trying to stay on topic. Yeah, trying to stay on topic. Exactly. Okay. Yes. The topic is clearly House, the TV show. Actually, okay. Like, do you know what Japan was doing in terms of horror around that time? Because, like, I, I know subsequently they did a bunch of weird stuff, but, like, in the 70s, what were, were there ghost movies? Like, is this a reaction to something, or is it just... No, this was honestly. Kind of- I don't know, but I would like to figure out more. Okay. Yeah. Because like I know Japan developed a reputation for horror later, but this is kind of an early example in my knowledge of like I have no idea what they were doing, and I know like stuff was influenced by House, like Sam Raimi and stuff. With yeah, yeah. Mixture of tones and whatever, but this predates that, and I don't know like what was happening prior to that if they did spooky stuff like i know kurosawa and his super serious business and whatever but Mm. i don't have a lot of extracurricular like japanese film knowledge about that so i don't know anyway i was wondering if you knew only weird Um, japanese history rabbit hole i've been down recently was the history of magical girl anime which all ties back to the animated opening of bewitched what you can draw it all back to there Okay. Because the two, because it got really popular in Japan, and like that the first two, it? yeah, Bewitched. Okay, and, and then like, the first two whatever. Magical Girl anime are both sort of inspired by that, where they're about witches on broomsticks. Oh, okay. Like we've also been watching a bunch of Card Capture Sakura recently, which is that in like the nineties. It's yep. just I love I'm gonna show. go collect a new magical power thing this week and oh yep. no, this other kid's trying to get it and oh I got it. I never I got, got into that. Power. I watched a few episodes of it and I don't know why. Like I it might partially depend on like are we talking about card captors, the North Americanized no. version or oh, okay. Okay. Anyway. I like in Card Capture Sakura I find it pretty impressive. There's no evil in that show. They're jerks, but there's no actual evil. Um, I guess not. No, I guess not. There's some malicious cards, but there's not straight yeah. up. And like some of the cards feel remorseful after they've done stuff, which I kind of appreciated some of those. I'm just like, yeah, oh, I'm really sorry. I, I don't know. It's just like, oh, that was weird. Almost. I don't know. That's something I've I uh, somehow equate to like just the Shadow of the Colossus thing of like, oh, I killed the monster, but now I feel bad about it. Like it wasn't bad it wasn't malicious or like i don't know uh mononoke or something where like there's this big weird guardian spirit but it's trashing stuff but it's not bad it just was you know walking around but i don't know elements forces of nature and 
we are the ones having issue with it. Like, they trash that aquarium. We gotta stop it. I don't know. I also really like how the show slowly builds up relationships over time. Like, over the course of it. It slowly is building Shower on super grating, though, when he showed up. I was mad. I was like, oh, man, it was just Tomoyo and Sakura hanging out, filming weird videos and them solving bizarre crime, like, card mysteries. Not crimes, but sort of. Crime And then, yeah, after, like, seven episodes of that, it's just like, also, there's this chinese mystic kid who also wants cards and is really mean <laughs> yeah he's a jerk i don't i don't like that i don't i don't know this guy though he's pretty good he's pretty good, <laughs> he's pretty good. He's character but anyway binge watching shows though we watched like 30 of those and then i was just like i we need to take a break i can't watch <laughs> i can't watch this like this because it's like this was designed yeah. for you to watch once a week over the course of like a for couple sure. years but then it's just like if you watch it all, you're just like, wow! Like every episode is almost the same. Like they yep. just, oh no, what's going on? Oh, it's a card. Okay, and then they solve it. They just figure it out. Sometimes yeah, they like, do the card up front, and then something else happens later. But then they use the card. <laughs> Sorry, what were you gonna say? Oh yeah, yeah. That I've w- I watched that show basically like watching a couple episodes every week for a while until I finished mm-hmm. it. But that was a good amount of that show. Because that is for sure. It does stuff. It's mostly episodic, but then slowly builds stuff. So it's like worth seeing through. But yeah, mm-hmm. binge watching, it's not built for. Mm. Four episodes at a time. Like, yeah. Brittany has them on disc. So it's just four episodes per disc. And it's just like full disc, full disc, full disc. And it's like, we gotta stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's like three, four hours of stuff. Like, it's it's great, but man, I can't. I can't do it like this. Not like this. So <laughs> not like this. Not like, not this. like this. You need those shorter shows for binge watching like that. Maybe. Mm. Or I, I don't know. I didn't like background watching. Like just like I'm making finger puppets and then I leave a commentary on or something. Like I watched the Hellraiser commentary track and that was actually pretty cool. It's great. Yeah, I, n- I never listened to it before. It's like I like I love it when it's a conversation. Like there was like three people in it. All like never stops with just a circle of stories and observations and little things b- making up. You must what- love Kevin Smith commentary tracks, then. Uh, I've I've enjoyed a couple of the ones I've. That is I, like, literally I all that is is them yeah. having a conversation with the movie playing in the background. Usually not even about the movie, which is kind of the biggest bummer. Maybe mm. where yeah, this was on topic still the whole time. Like I, yeah. I felt like I knew so much more about hellraiser after it was over it was like okay hellraiser was fine i've never film. seen any of the sequels so i think i should just stop you should maybe. watch two because just two, two two is a continuation of where one leaves off okay with some there's involvement. a weird hell labyrinth okay mm. and was barker still sort of involved like story idea or something i think he had probably something but i mean the first one's written directed all that you should like, watch three for the stupid xenobites they introduce there's a guy that throws discs and they look okay. like CDs before CDs were a thing. <laughs> and I should watch this. <laughs> like it's, it's... it's fucking dumb. <laughs> okay. There's more screen time for the chatterer one, which is just oh, like okay. the guy that with guy the teeth really... going like <laughs> Yeah, that's all that, that guy was there. That's all he kind of does. I guess it's kind of neat marveling at just like the low budget stuff but how much they pulled off with just lighting and like good staging and i don't know and like just makeup like just uh, yeah 
There's a lot with a little in the There's first There's two parts in Hellraiser I remember. Yeah. One dude is being ripped apart and like his face and stuff is hanging by the things. He's like, Jesus wept. Hell yeah, he says that. Yeah. There's a whole explanation about <laughs> why and the actor coming up with that line and everything. That was an improv uh, thing. And the but, second scene is when yeah. they're moving in, there's a nail sticking out of a doorway and he gets oh his hand caught. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, it's so brutal. Even without sound and everything, you're just seeing it happen, and it's like, oh no, because he's gonna it's not even his fast; hand. it's slow. It's like, and it just, it just digs drags right in. through his hand. Yeah, it's it's brutal, and it's like not at all the most violent thing that happens in that movie, no. but it's the most relatable violent thing that happens. Yeah, like it's like I have moved a mattress before, and that could happen. Watching it hurts. It fucking yeah. hurts. Yep, that movie's great. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Yeah, it's kind of great. There's a lot of weird, dumb backstory they do not get into at all about the box. About the box and everything? Yeah. Yeah. Probably best to leave that kind of as mysterious I, as you can. I absolutely agree. Yep. Yeah. I've never read yeah. Barker stuff. Have you? Did you ever go down that path? I read or? Hellraiser. <laughs> okay. I guess he also had, like, the Books of Blood or something, like, collections of short stories, which sounds... I gotta be honest, I'm not a huge cool. Barker fan. Okay. At all. He just did that one good thing. I think he is basically the Marilyn Manson for writers... He is a shock jockey. Oh, it, oh! I, I don't know. I don't think that. there's a... I think everything he puts out there is superficial and for the, like, oh, that's creepy or something. Also, Jericho was a bad game. Yeah, it's weird. God, He's also doubt, like, done video game stuff from time to time. Like, that's not even his first game, right? Wasn't there one in the 90s, like an adventure game? Which one? I... I do, uh, You're probably right. I, I, I know something exists that he had a major role in but i i can't tell you the title right now he he's are, been are you talking about undying maybe yeah okay i think so i never what, played what it that? okay so i don't know it's on gog.com and i am buying it right now <laughs> just like well maybe he did do something good i don't know no i'm pretty sure he didn't this looks like <laughs> blood but not as good blood was revolutionary back in the day oh okay Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it's not as good. I I don't know that UI. People who bought it also bought blood. Okay, well, hey, maybe maybe you just found something kind of okay. Maybe. maybe. Brought to you by the good commentator Clive Barker. That's that's what he's known for. He also now. released those dolls. Do you remember them? They were no. just okay. So, do you remember Spawn like action figures? Yeah, yeah. Like, well, like uh, the super highly detailed little action figures from Todd McFarlane's line. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. There was Clive a Bob Barker did. One. Clive Barker did something similar, but it was just like mutilated pieces of like human flesh, sort of. Th- not like pieces of flesh, but like mutilated people. Uh, delightful. Uh, and they okay. they were extraordinarily expensive i think each each action figure they were pretty big i think they were like the six foot figures or whatever not six foot the six <laughs> uh the half foot like yeah figures. okay six yeah inch. the yeah, six yeah, okay. inch figures mm-hmm. and they were like 50 to 70 bucks new and now they're kind of collector's items because a lot of stores pulled them off the shelves because they were just too grotesque okay i'll look them up right now and send you a link later but mm-hmm I don't know. Um, hey, maybe Clive Barker was never great, but he did do one cool movie in the late 80s, and the Blu-ray has a lot of cool special features, so I don't know. There's that. Anchor Bay. They do good work. Sometimes. Maybe. Sometimes. Sometimes. 
You're not. They have something wrong. to do with stars, though. Now, so I don't know. They're called the Tortured Soul lo- Souls line. Okay. Course. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. It's. It's gross. It's yeah. I mean, it's what goth kids are into. So if you're a goth kid, you probably love this, and you're probably not listening to the show. So move along. Are there goth kids still? <laughs> like what? Is, what is it? What are the new clicks? What's going on right now? Like internet junkies and internet junkies and there's MOBA probably still fiends. no that I think that kind of goes in the same. Oh, okay, okay. See, the weird thing is, like, from my perception, I think there's probably still clicks, but they are all split up into like gaming clicks now, where it's like you got the Call of Duty guys and you got the like uh, RPG fans or whatever. Like, they split up based on like what type of games they play, because it seems like gaming is just such a big thing. You should read Ready Player One. <laughs> like, this is the extension of what we're talking about. Okay. Yeah. It's weird. Okay. It's what's gonna happen. No, I'm not. I'm not saying it's good or bad. It's just where we're going, and it's really. I don't you know. are implying it is bad. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> write letters, kids. Go down to the post office. Don't buy write some stamps. Letters. No, that shit costs money. It's like a three. Like it's like four dollars, and you get they have National Film Board like stuff on them. It's, it's awesome. like four dollars for something somebody's gonna throw away. <laughs> no, dude, like. A all that man garbage will take all this paper you just wrote words on to another house anywhere in the country for like a dollar. It's crazy. And it's a for great like deal. a week. Yeah, it'll take a while, but you know, hey, what you know, slow down. Brew a pot of tea while you're waiting. For a every week? day. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say. That's Clean your big, kettle. <laughs> like, that's I don't a know. Big pot of tea. Like, uh, harvest some tea leaves, let them dry out a little bit, and put them in a thing. Make a make a big production of it, and then at the end of it, like yeah, just go down to the library, sit in the study carols, and then write write a letter to somebody. That's what I've been doing. Sometimes it's fun. In a I way, wrote a letter. <gasps> fun, right? Send it to TDP. I sent it to John's freaking PO box. Post. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah open funny. an envelope with a little thing and read it. And be delighted, I'm sure. I don't I don't know. It was dumb. <laughs> what clique were you guys in in high school? Uh, in just high th- school? Hmm. We didn't really have cliques in my high school. Bullshit. No, we were probably No, in my high school was you had to like pass the PSATs to get in and we were all good at school and all the guys got along. Like the cliques were with the the girls had cliques, but in my class, the guys we all basically sat at one table at lunch even. Okay. While a lot of us played Magic the Gathering. Like as far as a click goes, that was the click I was in. The Magic the Gathering, going to school early and playing Magic the Gathering before school started. I remember the table of kids playing Magic the Gathering and how no one else sat near them because they didn't really want to invite anybody. We invited so. everyone. Like by my senior year, it was basically just people from my class year <laughs> and oh, okay. a couple of us playing Magic. Hmm. Okay. I think it just divided into: Do you like video games or do you like sports? And then it was just like, okay, and you'll just never see those other people because you're busy playing Half-Life at your friend's house or Resident Evil or something. And it was just, yeah, there was a small group. Also, this is a class of like 17 people. So that was like that was like four people. And then the other four people were on a team and then the rest were girls. And I don't know They actually sometimes they were playing Halo, but poorly. But, you know, you felt bad. I don't know. 
don't apologize too often because then it's patronizing at a point when you kill them in the video game. Because <laughs> mm-hmm. it's weird. Yeah. Video game etiquette. Yep. Halo 2 was popular. Halo was 2 fun. was a fun time. Yeah. It was. Halo 1 was like my group of friends time with that game though. Mm. Blood Gulch and such. We had one friend that bought an Xbox. Everybody else had like anything else basically. He was the only one with an Xbox so we would go to his house and just get that orange soda out, maybe order a pizza (laughs) and then play the most Halo like you could play and make fun of the one kid who... There was always somebody and I don't know why it happened. There was always just like one person that hung out with us is like you're the victim tonight or something <laughs> just got like just verbally assaulted <laughs> all night. Weird, okay. Yeah. That 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 all essentially happened where it's like I had a GameCube and a PS2 <laughs> and yeah, there was a guy who had an Xbox and that was the multiplayer machine apparently. So it that was. was yeah, the center of a lot of a lot of stuff. And then but monkey yeah, ball started him. happening and fights what? broke out. <laughs> what? Not on Xbox, but oh, no, obviously but that is not that's not how these evenings end. <laughs> like and then someone brought out monkey ball and oh my god. Then it got too real. I had to leave. Okay. I had weird friends. Yeah. I had a weird group to hang out with cuz like we were very much into the video games and then there was just like a point where it turned and it was like all about drinking. <laughs> Mm. like really heavily and then mm. playing monkey ball <laughs> monkey ball was there for years for some reason huh. and i don't know that, why that was the game that, that was the well game. drunk would be super extra worse wouldn't it like, yeah that game's kind of hard to keep keep yeah. control it it is literally the worst it okay. is really bad so we started smoking weed and that slowed <laughs> down your mind enough to concentrate on it but then it felt like every level took hours. <laughs> <laughs> My group of friends started a different drug. It's called Dota and then World of Warcraft. Dude, you'd be better <laughs> off with heroin. <laughs> <laughs> Those are the drugs we fell in with. I mean, I guess we can talk around it a bit. Uh, in the office, League of Legends has finally been discovered. Uh- Okay, I don't. I'm just sitting in my corner, like, (laughs) I don't, I don't want to talk about this, but like, you know, this has been huge forever. Like, I don't even know, and I know, like that same osmosis fog I was talking about of just like, no, this is like the biggest day. Somebody said something about like watching them play an ARAM, and I was just like, I'm gonna ARAM my dick up your fucking ass if you don't shut the fuck up. Like, I was so mad. And I don't know why. I don't know what it is. It's just kind of one of those things where it's just like you knew about something for so long, and when other people discover it, you want them to die. Because yeah. it's just like, no, this is the it's most not obvious a joyous thing. thing. It's weird. It's like, oh, like they're getting into a thing I know about, but it's not fun. It's like bad. It's like when everyone's getting into Daft Punk two years ago, and you're just like, I already was hipstering about this 10 years sure. ago so fuck you but it's a little worse no, i admit because it's the biggest game in the world like it's not a secret it's it like was bigger than all of steam <laughs> i like for years on every gaming thing it's like who is this person cosplaying as it's like fucking league of legends and it's like okay and then you just know like you just start absorbing things but no it's brand new 2015 the year of league 
at least it's keeping things kind of quiet in the office now. Like they're fully absorbed by their laptop, so I'm okay. But what are you talking about, laptop? I don't know. Oh, is this on the weekend? This is on the weekend. So on slower days, there's less talking now. There's just their the 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 folks. See, Wayward makes the biggest point here. It's big enough to break Twitch daily. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I don't know. So I. It's just weird. I I don't know what to... I think what makes me mad about it is just that, like... There's a few things that make me mad about it. First of all, it's that whole, like, this has been around forever. What are you doing with your life bullshit? Mm -hmm. When you get past that, there's also the, like, MOBAs have been around forever. What are you doing with your life bullshit? Like, a little more broad. Mm -hmm. And then there's a selfish, like... No, I play Dota. You are playing the wrong game. <laughs> There's a little bit of that <laughs> in there. Scrub League nonsense here. You're playing baby version. Like, I'm not. I'm not even gonna dance around it because he doesn't work with us anymore. You remember Jaden? Yeah, I used to yeah. give him shit all the time about League, <laughs> just like all the time. And I knew that I could tell it was getting to him a little bit. I think I started. I was starting to break him before he left. But we're talking about his rank all the time. And you're just like, dude, I'm like platinum. Like, you don't even know. <laughs> yeah. I was, no, I remember like, he's like, you play. I'm like, kind of what rank are you? And he's like silver. It's like, talk to me when you hit gold. <laughs> 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 but then didn't you play with him and you're like bronze or something? So it's, I'm not even, not- I'm not even ranked. I don't play it enough to get ranked. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, well. And then I, 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 I said, play Dota. And he's like, no, I can't. I'm like, yeah, because you suck. He's like, it's too hard. It's like, <laughs> that's like the answer every league player has. It's like, it's too hard. It's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry that I was full. I was in a room full of scrub league. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> Filthy fucking casuals. I don't know. Whereas- There's kind of an exclusionary thing there that's annoying me too, where it's just like, I know, like... When they talk about any video game, it's actually not a League of Legends thing. It's mm-hmm. when they talk about anything, it's just like, I know so much more about the history of everything you're talking about. I could but school I... you, but I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk to the filth. I want to talk to the two other guys I do a podcast with that can talk on the same level as me. You are the lowest filth, sort of thing. Like. Yeah, I, I was so mad when that one douchebag was just like, Modern Warfare 2 is just better than Advanced Warfare. It's like, that's just objectively not true, because one of them is has improved on all those mechanics, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, I, It's one of those things I don't even care well, what they're talking about. No, it's about. like, if you open that valve, I guess, that's it's like, it. if you trigger it, I'm going to talk to you for like 30 minutes just at you. And it's going to be so aggressive. It's going to be terrible. Yes. Like, I might get fired. And I don't know. Like, it'll just be such dark, rich, like, negativity (laughs) flying out. I can't do it. So I'm just going to tighten it a little more and just hope it goes away. And the pressure. You are completely right. You are, like. It's weird. And the weird thing is I feel it coming. Because every now and then. Like, a conversation goes a little bit more in my wheelhouse. There was one time where they mentioned something about World of Warcraft. I'm like, this is it. The valve's breaking. It's coming. <laughs> like, like, you don't even know. Like, you do you not, don't know who is in your presence. Like, like, you do not step to me about World of Warcraft right now. <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, oh, you played on your little tune for the last month? Motherfucker, I got ten years on you. <laughs> I will wreck you. <laughs> like, yeah. But then at the same time, you don't want to say that because it is the pettiest, most loser <laughs> thing. I know. It's such a petty topic, too. It's just like, I don't want to, like, school you in my video game knowledge. Like, that's not my pride and joy right now. And I, And plus, they haven't hit, like, a sensitive fissure or whatever yet. For you yet. Yeah, there hasn't been a game that's like, okay, no, you can't, you can't be saying things ignorantly about that near me. One like, day during our lunch hour at work, mm-hmm. you and I went to a Chili's. We sat down and had a nice meal and talked about you equating a video game experience or playing video right, games yeah. as like taking a vacation. Sure, like going to a place you like. And if you have a franchise you like, you're returning to your cottage every summer or whatever. But yeah, basically yeah. what I'm getting at is having the conversation with these dumbasses mm-hmm. is essentially going to be the whole, like, I got a nice little place in Aspen. It's like, well, I got a mansion in Barcelona, motherfucker. <laughs> like, you, it's just the dumbest one-upping bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And it's about the most useless topic ever. It's not even about, like, I know about politics and things that are going on, like, that are scary or, like, important in real life. I know about this digital pixel thing better than you. <laughs> Yeah. Yes. That that is part of what I'm trying to like fight the urge to cuz it's like I'm not going to be proud of myself either after this battle is won. Like it'll <laughs> oh, just that's be the embarrassing. Thing. The battle will be won. But yeah. how many casualties are we okay with? <laughs> it's just And it's we have not... to work with the dead bodies every day. That's the problem too. <laughs> right, it's I don't know. It Yeah. So yeah, it just every week a little bit more, but it'll it'll go away. I imagine, hopefully. So, I don't. I don't know. I'm, I'm actually. I'm really glad that right now it's in a vein of gaming. I just don't care about. Like it's like, oh, MOBAs. Go ahead. Go ahead. Mm. It stands for Battle Arena. You didn't know that yet. Okay, whatever. That's fine. <laughs> uh, just go and play them, and I will just be fine. That actually happened this weekend. Whereas, like, I don't know right. what it stands for, and I was like, it's this. It, it's, it's, oh, you spoke up. It's Battle Arena. And like, so, like, they know I know things that I ought not if I was just not involved at all, but that's all. Like, it, I'm just a question mark right now, I think, which is fine. I'd rather. And you know, I used to like the fucking discount Paul Giamatti we have working with us. Mm-hmm. He's annoyed me every day more and more. Really? Okay. Fuck that dude. I don't see him at all now, really. So, except one day. Good. So, okay. I wish I didn't see him ever because he'd be dead. That's maybe a little Is that far. bad. No, okay. he, no. There are people in our office I wish would just straight up have a heart attack and die in front of me. He is not one of them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or at least get fired. That would be equivalent because I wouldn't see them anymore. That's probably the better way to go. Let's go with that. Sure. Hank, yes. are you petty about video game chatter? <laughs> I mean, it's when you have someone you already don't like like yeah. suddenly getting into a thing you're really knowledgeable about and like I could tell you I could school you but then I'd have to be talking to you mm-hmm. this is the exact problem we're talking about <laughs> actually because I didn't I just kind of didn't like the these kids like right from the get-go yeah I feel kind of bad about it too because it feels like in an alternate dimension we're best friends 
Yeah, like there's a like lot a lot stuff. of similar interests and like things being expressed, but just being expressed a little bit wrong. Like not quite the way I want it. Like it's like mm-hmm. just a gen- generational like tuning thing of just like we're into this, but in different ways, and that isn't gonna work. Like it's just like just missing in all the key things that matter. Last like, the passion week, is different. Yeah. Last week, the valve loosened a little bit for me, too. Like, it started spurting a little bit because Mm -hmm. the one motherfucker we're dancing around and talking about who still works with us. Yeah. He just, out of nowhere, was like, hey, Paul, Battlefield Hardline's coming out soon. And I was just like, actually, it's already in beta and there's already streams of it you can watch. (laughs) It's like, like, oh, shit, he knows. (laughs) He knows I know video game stuff. Like, I'm fucked now. So. I'm dreading Thursday when he comes in because I think there's going to be another conversation. And if it goes anywhere near League of Legends, it's it's going to be a bloodbath. <laughs> it's going to be a bad time. Uh, yeah, but I don't know. I it's just it's how I'm things to, are. I'm trying to think of something they could talk to you about that would bother you, and I think it would be something to do with Nintendo. I'm just not sure what yet. I don't know what they like. They, like a uh, Super Mario RPG came out at one point, but that didn't really bother me because I was actually just re- like I was think just having my experience of trying to replay it and being like, eh, I like the music, but I don't know kind of stuff. So I was that was not a sensitive spot. No one anywhere is talking about Wario's Woods for the Super Nintendo, so that will never happen, uh, okay. which is fine. Okay, yeah, like I'm trying to think. Hmm. I, I'm not even sure. Like, I, I've lost a lot of Zelda reference reverence recently, so that's fine. Uh, like, I don't know. I'm not what? sure if I have one, but there what might if, be. What if you overheard them talking? Like, and they were, and and they were just like, "I just saw that Grand Budapest Hotel. I really wish it was <laughs> as good as the Life Aquatic." That no, that's such a silly thing. That see, like, your whatever. blood pressure is no, already but, rising. I'm saying it in jest, and you're already that would require a, like a level of West Ant- like th- no one there. Like there's one person there who's that film literate, and I've had that conversation already, so it's fine. <laughs> like it's not even a problem. And, yeah, she's all right, actually. Yeah, and yeah, like yeah. like his worst movie. Like everyone knows that. So yeah. and whatever, even if someone didn't, I'd be really like curious as to what they're getting out of it. Like, what mm-hmm. am I not seeing? Like, are you a big Jacques Cousteau documentary fan? Is that the keystone? Is that what I'm missing? But I don't know. I just that don't. Movie I needed do. Gene Hackman instead of Bill Murray. I, I, I I'm about to watch the Tenenbaums Bombs again, so I'll see Gene Hackman and because Gene Anderson's Hackman's enough of up. a jerk that he can kind of work in that. Bill Murray's too likable for what his place in that movie. I disagree because uh, I hate Bill Murray. So enough. <laughs> I don't think it's anything he's doing in his performance. Like he does the kind of bone no, dry. No, it's the, the characters written and positioned around. Other I don't characters. even know if it it's a uh, Zizu himself. I think it's just like the son him dynamic and stuff. And when like di- like important character stuff happens that just doesn't impact at all. Like you're just like, oh okay, that person's gone now. Okay whatever also that it's a movie about like the wonders of the sea and it's all animated like it just doesn't i don't know why you do that Hmm. like i guess they're just like well jack Cousteau already actually documented sea creatures so we're not going to use real sea creatures we're going to have animated sea creatures but it's like that isn't even a real thing so i don't know i'm not getting 
anything out of this right now other than it's a fake looking shark that is weird looking which is fine I, it doesn't yeah, work that, was, that movie just doesn't work it does it's like trying I really to do like things. the uh the uh music in it the portuguese like the covers bowie of Davy covers? bowie songs yeah i, just I like guess that. it's weird that that's the guy from city of god they're just like hey you know how to play guitar all right you're in our movie it's like okay. it's just a weird thing yeah I like the Mark Mothersbog, like the Ping Island song. I really mm-hmm. like that, but I don't know. Anyway, hey, Wes Anderson movies. Um, yeah, that won't. I'm not going to get upset about that. Someone would literally have to be talking about stuff beyond Grand Budapest at this point, like trash talking Stefan Zweig short stories. But I would be also amazed that I finally found someone <laughs> who bothered reading those. So I don't know. It's like you've mm. actually read Fear. Amazing. You hated it, but crazy. What if they That's... start talking about the Lego movie? I I don't know, I that I, I haven't I don't know I feel like maybe that that venom has left me by now but I'm not sure yet. It's been it's been a little well, while. Well, let's get somebody you don't like very much talking about it at you, and we'll see. What are you gonna do though? Like, just like leave Lego Movie Blu-rays around and hope someone watches it? <laughs> like just like try to sabotage me? Like just start stirring up like a bunch of media I don't like and just have no, that. This is what I'm gonna do Thursday when he's leaving. I'm gonna be like, "Oh, have you seen the Lego Movie? Yeah, I heard it was really good. I don't think Nathan liked it very much. Maybe you should talk with him about it tomorrow." Why would you say that? <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't do that. <laughs> like you already bought me the Lego Movie game. Everyone is so angry. <laughs> I was like, no, I don't want it. I can't believe you spent $30 on this mean joke. I didn't. I spent okay. 7 Okay. It was on a sale. Otherwise, there, I, wouldn't, I, joke. I wouldn't spend $30 on a joke. Okay. That's that's at least a little better. But, uh, <sighs> That was funny. I love joke gifts. Huh? Gifts amazing. Joke gifts are amazing. Just giving something someone that they'll hate. Just to laugh. They can be. You might do that to each other. That's a thing. Is that still what 50th birthdays are for? You know? The like Like, over the hill gag? Yeah, like just kind of joke gifts birthday. Because you're old now. Like, welcome to old. Every gift is kind of a joke if you think about it, since we're all going to be dead eventually. What happened this week? No, nothing. I'm I'm just stating that Life is very fragile, and we're all going to be mud one day. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's what we do in the meantime. I don't, I don't... Like watch Attack the Block. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Attack the Block's real good. After I saw 71, I was like, I want to watch a good movie. <laughs> I want to watch Attack the Block. <laughs> oh, so well, you've seen I'm... it before, then? Yeah, I've watched it before. Okay. It was... I love how quick that movie gets going. Mm-hmm. Just immediately... They rob the woman, and then the alien crashes, and they kill it. Just boom, and then title scene. Like, so quick, just getting through everything, everything set up. Ah, oh, it's so good. Just gets moving. Who does that movie again? I'm looking it up right now. Joe Cornish? It, that's right, Joe Cornish. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Edgar Wright, collaborator kind of guy. Yeah, producer. Mm-hmm. Edgar Wright produced it, I think. Weird, like, inky black aliens with weird teeth. Yes. And then there's a big explosion. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. It's a fun... And I, the big thing about it after seeing 71 was in 71, it was really bad about establishing space 
So like where characters are, even though it's like in a, a real place and you're sort of in the same spot for a lot of the movie, didn't establish space real well. So I wanted to watch a movie that established space. And so you had a, an idea of the geography of how things were kind of well. And the deck block does that pretty well. Well, it's like mostly it in that one building, right? Yeah, so. well, that, yeah uh, the block. It's kind of like Gremlins for, uh, 2, the Art new batch. Yeah. What is it with you and Gremlins 2 lately? I, Every time. It's really good. It's been I, brought up three I, times I, I don't know. the I last three times it. we've talked. Really? Okay, sorry for overdoing it then. It's it's okay. <laughs> but, like, I don't know. It Yeah, just, it's all, it's just in one big, uh, giant tower and yeah. a bunch like of weird monsters on it. Dread. Also yeah, Dread's that. good. Uh, yeah, Raid. Yeah. Just kind of establishing an environment that you're in for the whole movie. I'm trying to think of other stuff that does that well. Like, in different kind of stuff. Ah, Snowpiercer could have been better, but it's in a train. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Das Boot is in a boat. It's a so boat. just like... Claustrophobic movies. Oh, well then, Night of the Living Dead. <laughs> it was oh, in yeah. that house. Yeah, Night of the Living Dead. It's in that house. I love the scenes of zombies eating in that movie. Or a uh, house mostly takes place in that house. So there's that too. Huh. House mostly takes place in a hospital. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> hey, sometimes it takes place in prison. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> And Trespass takes place entirely in that one building. But, yeah, anyway, claustrophobic. Not, and, I mean, Trespass with Nicolas Cage and Nicole Kidman also takes place in our house, but it's, don't, it's bad. <laughs> what about that Buried Alive? That takes place in a coffin. Yeah, but you're in a coffin with Ryan Reynolds. So. Dude, Ryan Reynolds can get fucked. I hate that guy. Well, I mean, we're already, basically, he's not in the, you know, Justice League, right? He's gone. Got kicked out, probably. Yeah, because R.I.P. was like an actual bomb. Like, it wasn't one of these bombs that just made almost as much as they spent to make it. That barely made any money, and they spent a whole bunch of money on it. So he's kind of dead as an action star. Good. I mean, he's Canadian and everything, but I don't know. Although he might be Deadpool. That might happen. Oh, right. R-rated Deadpool movie. Didn't they miss their window on that? Do people care? Yeah, exactly. That's yeah. how I feel too. Yeah. So ah. now I'm just now I just feel like I'm just grouching about Reme- stuff. That remember X Men Origins Wolverine? I do. That movie's That's, fantastic. It's Wolverine explodes through history. He goes to a time period. There's it's an explosion, and he walks away. <laughs> and he's, yeah, he's in every battle. Yeah. It always ends with an explosion before he moves on. It's a great premise. And then in Wolverine, there's a big nuke. And he's like, oh, falls in that hole. Yep. yep. Wolverine explodes through history. Hugh Jackman. Yeah. Dumb. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. It's sort of wow. weird to me that Hugh Jackman is Australian and the 90s cartoon, there was a 90s cartoon version where Wolverine had an Australian accent for some reason. It's like we can't accept Wolverine as we don't know what Canadian is, so we're just going to make him Australian. That's a thing that happens. Canadian's kind of Australian if you think about it. It's a different accent. No, it does not sound the same. New Zealand's We're Canadian, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Want a piece of fruit? Put some (laughs) shrimp on the bobby. No. That's how we speak. Can we answer questions or something? Like, I feel like we're just complaining (laughs) about things for no reason. Like, it's just like. Also, Wolverine's supposed to be short. 
Hugh Jackman is really tall. It's weird. Yeah, strange casting. I, who, who would you cast on. as Wolverine then? Um, Danny DeVito. There's a, a minor character in Slapshot who apparently was the artist John Byrne's inspiration for the character. Okay. I j- recently bought Slapshot. I haven't watched it yet. But it was at this weird work movie sale. And I don't know why that happened, but they had Harry and the Hendersons and the Slapshot movies, and I bought them. He's so. like going up for the, the face-off, and he's like, he says to the other guy, oh, surgery, open heart. His eyes get really wide. <laughs> and like he hits the guy with a high stick immediately as the game starts. That was the inspiration for how Wolverine looked in okay. the John Byrne era, original X-Men comics. That's a real Canadian right there. Exactly. Hockey. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Question Questions. Time. Questions. Or do you want to you talk wanna... about Code Monkey Save the World? Oh, yeah. I'll just m- briefly mention it. It was the comic book written by Greg Pak, who's sort of well-known for doing the Incredible Hercules. And it's based on putting... Jonathan Colton songs all together into one story. Weird. And it, okay. it came out of a Kickstarter that literally started on Twitter of Greg Pak just saying, you know, it would be pretty cool if you just jammed all the Jonathan Colton stories into one story. And then Jonathan Colton just tweeted back at him, do it. And then they did it. And it came out like a year ago. Okay. It was what, pretty good. Are there lyrics in there then? They're like, yeah, there are lines. There's like the, there's a, the, uh, Are there lyrics to IKEA in there? I don't think IKEA showed up. If you don't have curling, a home, the you curling can buy guy, one there. okay, the curling guy is in it. He's, okay. he's put the rock in the house. He said a bunch of. What times. about any lyrics from "Not About You"? Not about you. That I seems kind of like it would be <laughs> kind of. <laughs> it's hard. Like the creepy doll is in it. There's zombies. Satirius Johnson. Satirius Johnson is he in it? I don't think Cecilius Johnson shows up either. I think that's one. Oh, okay. It's a cold, hard world no one understands, though. Is there a seahorse in it? Like, what is... <laughs> is there a Yeti that looks after a guy or whatever? There's Skull <laughs> Crusher is a character. Jonathan Colton has some dumb lyrics. <laughs> I like some of those songs. Oh, they're great. They're great. But, like, so a lot of his Sky songs Ball? are stories. So. What about I'm Your Moon? That's a great song. It is. But I don't know and how like you'd I, incorporate it into a story. And like I said, that song, every time I listen to it, is like the song that reminds me about John. And it's really weird. <laughs> but that's a long story. Don't Okay. I don't... <laughs> no, I told you about this. Don't you uh, begin. Okay. It's just abstract. But okay. It is. Uh, anyways, Question. that sounds cool. Yeah, it's good. <laughs> All right, let's go on to question. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> what? I'm, I'm playing with the frame. All right. So, if you want to write in, you can do it on Twitter. If you're listening to this, you know how to find it. Allison writes in. I'm watching Game of Thrones season four right now, and I really like it. Any TV shows you'd recommend that are like Game of Thrones? I have to ask what you mean by like Game of Thrones. Well, Boardwalk Empire has incest in it, so it's kind of like Game of Thrones. See, I was thinking that, like, it's one of those things where there's a whole bunch of characters you don't give a shit about at all, so Walking Dead's kind of like that. Oh, uh, Boardwalk go- Empire also. <laughs> if you just, uh, 
if you want a t- another TV show that's based on a book that got too popular, or like not the TV show, but the book, mm-hmm. like maybe uh, what's it called, Vampire Diaries? Uh, okay. If you just want like a TV show based on a book that's huge. If you want something more medieval, maybe watch a movie. <laughs> yeah, like there's not a lot of medieval fantasy TV shows. That's kind of what's setting it apart. Maybe check out Seventh Son. I've heard it's the worst thing ever, and I'm kind of curious about it. Oh, I was watching streams on Twitch, and they just kept playing that one ad over and over again for everything I was watching. It was horrible. Just, I was, was it, so it was sick Jeff of that Bridges trailer. staring in the face of the monster in that little bit, or no? I don't think that was in it. Okay, okay. she explains in chat, lots of violence and dragons. That is a specific... <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, <clears throat> you're kind of, no, you should it's... watch Dragonheart, because Sean Connery voices the dragon. David Thewlis is the bad guy. It's actually okay. You should it's watch a, Reign of Fire, because that movie's actually okay. It has dragons in it. It's true. Yeah, Christian Bale and yeah, Matthew McConaughey is bald. He like jumps out of a plane or a helicopter or something <laughs> at a dragon. Yep, I saw There's it that... once like twelve years ago. That show Merlin had a dragon in it. That show was terrible. Oh, so it's like <laughs> Sam Neill, like the the like TV miniseries from like the nineties. No, this is a more recent series. Okay. About, like a young Merlin. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> Do you want to go further back? I'm pretty sure there's a Merlin miniseries from the 90s with Sam Neill, and it probably has magic and probably not violence or dragons. Watch I don't Excalibur. think I had it in the budget. Yeah, okay. watch Excalibur. What would you recommend, like, let's get away from the, like, Game of Thrones thing, just like another good TV series? Uh, the Wire is I've, real good. I've heard that from every single person that has watched <laughs> The Wire. So It's real good. Like so, five people can't be wrong, right? I that's come up a lot too. Yeah, I've never taken the time to do that, but maybe I can. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, I was watching it on DVDs when it was coming out. Would binge it like a couple like, times. We even had some weird thing. My dad knew of a friend who worked with someone. We got like the DVDs before it aired on TV. We got weird. like bootleg DVDs, which was cool. <laughs> bootleg DVDs. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, I've thought about it maybe more since I've stopped watching it, but like. I mean, I finished watching The Sopranos, like, last year. We talked about it some, but, like, it's just, like, it's just lingered in my brain for some reason. Like, I will have just a dream, and, like, a character from that show will just be in it. And I don't know why. Like, it's something about how it was written or some of its more esoteric episodes are just, like, really interesting. (laughs) And they're just, I don't know. My subconscious is still chewing on them, and I like that. So, Sopranos is pretty good. There's some really interesting stuff in there. Yeah, I, re- I particularly like the early seasons. I thought well, at some I thought point they decided five was my favorite though, but, but like it's one basically it's the Mad Men staff were working on that show. Oh. <laughs> like, I didn't like it when they started deciding that people liked Tony Soprano too much, and they oh. started trying to make him more of an asshole. I don't know exactly. Remember when that happened? There's, there, I, well, I mean, there's kind of just a thing. turn in his therapy where it's just like, you've just been using this to like become a better criminal kind yeah. of thing. And it's like, huh. I mean, he's been doing horrible stuff this whole time. Yeah. They, they do kind of, yeah, highlight him as a, he's not a good person. Mm. His mother is like the worst person in the world. Yeah, and she's in the early seasons and then she's not. So yeah. I don't know. Those later seasons I probably like more. Oh, season four wasn't the best like I was, 
just I, I at the time I was like just going through IMDb all the time with like the next episode or whatever, and I noticed that season four was like a full point lower than every other season. Like huh. every single episode ranking was just lower, and it had the lowest of the whole series, which was like six point something for like the finale for that season. I was just like, something bad happened in season four. Like I don't know what was going on, but watching it, yeah, it, I don't know. It just doesn't have clear direction for a while. And I think that that was the episode where there was just, like, they just kind of seemed to invent a trait for a character for an episode. Like, just, like, he's addicted to gambling. What? When was that ever a thing? Hmm. I don't know. He just is now for this episode. We need a story where that's the case because I wrote it. I, I don't know. It just yeah, seems I haven't, all together. Yeah, I haven't watched The Sopranos since I was watching it when it was coming out on DVD. We would, yeah. Me and my dad would binge seasons until we trans... Basically, the wire started coming out, and we transitioned to that more primarily. Undercover cops, or what is? <laughs> it it sort of equally focuses on the the cops and the drug dealers for the early part. Okay, but then sort of every season adds a new element to the city. Like the second season adds the union problem down the docks, so you get all these new characters. The third season goes back to the drug trade, but you get more of the this police chief trying to find a way to deal with it the fourth season is about the school system so you get a they're like a bunch of kid characters who they add in and then the fourth season is about that or the fifth season is about newspapers and a serial murderer case basically so it's just about baltimore yeah basically sort of? like there's okay. there's a main character but like then they get rid of him in a season <laughs> they like get rid of him for a couple seasons until he comes back for season five basically weird it's like a huge cast and huh. so i heard omar is great Omar is great. Say. He's he <laughs> steals from drug dealers. Okay. And he's speaking of yeah. drug dealers, I he like walks Breaking around with Bad a shotgun well. and just walks down the the street and people run away. Breaking Bad. I like Breaking Bad. I still need to finish Breaking Bad. I haven't seen the second half of the last season. This the very end. I didn't oh. see. It was okay. just because I'd been watching it with my dad and just we weren't in the mood when that was coming out, and That's then we fair. never got around to it. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's only one season, and it's like what. 10 episodes, 8 episodes, but True Detective last year was really something. I don't know. Okay. I was quite impressed by it. But it's one show. And I don't know if season 2 is going to be able to do anything with any of that because it's a completely different cast of characters in a different state. Like, in a different time. Like, it's... I don't know why, if it's the same show at all. I guess it's just kind of the same showrunner and crime. That's okay. the thread. But, yeah. Anyway. Uh, TV the shows. Office. No, <laughs> it's not you like should, that at all. Should see if Jim and Pam get together. <laughs> that show Spoilers, went on for they too do. Long. Along with the rest of development, going. you then can't there was trade more it in. Show. Yep. That no, I've don't I don't look favorably back on my time with The Office. The Office was fine. <laughs> You're just full of shit. No, what? Why you gotta be so mean? Because I mean, like you most can't have a good time. You just long. can't have a good time. Sometimes. No, you can't. But, I've been dancing around shows. <laughs> I've been dancing around. <laughs> uh, like, what show do you have that's just not a drama of some sort? What? Some What's a happy fun time show? <laughs> Dude, I watched... Come on, man. Don't you, you say it. You put me in don't, a corner. No, don't, don't Dude, say it. I watched both... I watched two seasons of it again, man. I, it's good. Of what? Whatever. Season five starting. What do you think I'm talking about? I'm talking about Friendship is Magic. No, I I'm thought that's about, what you were cornering me no, with. No, I'm talking about legitimately like a show that's not a cartoon is what oh. I meant. Like a comedy show of some sort. Oh. Yeah. 
comedy. Because if you're going to say cartoons, you could just say, like, I liked The Simpsons for most of its runs. Like, Yo, there's regular a bunch of shows. <laughs> regular yeah, show's so. fine. Yeah. Yeah, it's fine. Um, okay. Comedy? Flight of the Concords is pretty good. That was. Was there, there only ever was two seasons, right? Yeah. Yeah. Huh. The director and uh, one of the stars, a couple of the characters from it, just made a new movie that's a comedy about vampires. Vampires. Yeah. Yeah. Jimmy Clement, yeah. Okay. yeah. I'm planning on seeing that this week. Cool. Man. Louis. But Louis yeah. is good, but well, it's kind of sad. I was going to say. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Yeah. Meowth, you should watch Louis. It's actually really good. See what it's like to be like a 40-something year old. That's not at all like Game of Thrones, though, so don't get the wrong (laughs) impression. Well, it's kind of like Game of Thrones, but not. not. (laughs) Yeah, that's fair. It's not at all like Game of Thrones. Walking Dead is the closest in terms of, I think you're right, which is not caring about any of the characters. And just adding more. See, that's the problem. Is the Game of Game of Thrones and Walking Dead had the same problem for me? They start you off with characters you actually do kind of care about, and then you don't anymore <laughs> at some point. Where they just this, wear out their welcome. Or, either or they, they wear die. out their welcome, or they die. They're just straight yeah. up dead. <laughs> oh, I like that guy. Oh, he's gone. Because popular American TV shows have so classically been about characters, and like the rest of the show doesn't matter. These are. Shows yeah. with the characters don't matter. It's just weird that these shows became so popular. Like, I find yeah. them more interesting as phenomena than as an actual show to watch, kind of. Hmm. Like, mm-hmm. what is yeah, it about sure. that is clicking with everybody? Yeah. 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 Uh, Mad Men's pretty good. It ends pretty soon. There's that, too. But it is, again, not really like Game of Thrones. <laughs> <Like> at all? <laughs> I mean, there's, there's power struggles and stuff, but it's all with, you know dollars and business there was it's a like, show. oh there was a merger this is crazy there's that time that guy's weird. foot got run over by a lawnmower that and they make a, a joke about his career being over because he can't play golf anymore yeah and a guy gets shot in the eye in a hunting accident it's crazy guys and a guy crazy. hangs himself what oh that 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 guy does hang himself you're right that was sad there yep. there is literally uh series that didn't get off the ground really i don't think anyway that Mm -hmm. is exactly what you're looking for which is basically game of thrones in a lot of respects but not really it's a high fantasy book series by terry goodkind called the sword of truth series and Uh they tried making a show of it called legend of the seeker or something like that that is probably the exact thing you are looking for for a high fantasy world made into a TV show, but I think it had like two episodes and flopped because nobody gave a shit. <laughs> so so where were you? Should have been watching it. Ruby just Moore. watch The Adventures of Hercules. I'm <laughs> sure that'll fill. Oh, I'm totally wrong. Yeah. There's actually two seasons. There's 44 episodes of that. Wow. So you can watch that and tell me how that is. I have a friend that was really into it who's really into high fantasy stuff, so I don't listen to his opinions on high <laughs> fantasy stuff. Because, like, why would I? It's like, of course he wants it to be good. You're so. predisposed towards this whole thing. <laughs> exactly. But, yeah. But that, it's called Legend of the Seeker. That sounds like it might literally be exactly what you're looking for. Maybe. But I think it's, I don't think it's overly violent in the way Game of Thrones is. I don't think there's a lot of incest, which I know you really want to get more of. So, I don't know. It might not be for you. But, we'll see. 
<laughs> that little doll. It's Kiro. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. He's Cerberus. Next question comes in from Hannah. I don't have a que- oh, I don't have a question. <laughs> I just question. hope you're I just hope you're doing well. Sickness is in the air and Paul, I know you were having jaw pains. I'm still having jaw pains. I am going to get my teeth ripped out soon and it will go away. Dentistry. Yep. This week actually, well, this Saturday, thorough cleaning to make sure there's no chance of infection and then they're going to schedule me to rip my teeth out. Hmm. So that'll be fun. How many? Like four wisdom teeth. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. My dad has an amazing dentist horror story, but I won't tell it to you. No, go ahead. Um so he was having teeth pulled once and he was under and he started to come out of it a bit and he just heard screaming. He's like, Who's screaming? I wonder who that is. Mm-hmm. And slowly as he started to come to, he realized it was him. Oh god. He was screaming. Oh god. Really loudly. And the dentist was pulling really hard. The tooth wasn't coming out and he had like his knee in my dad's chest trying to pull it out until it eventually came out. It so, was that feeling of hearing screaming, not realizing it was you and then realizing, "Oh, I'm the one screaming." That's a bizarre. How do you dissociate your body and mind that's all right so in other news i will be living with mouth pain for the rest of my life because <laughs> i have canceled all my dentist visits <laughs> good lord you have been told for years like yeah i get those wisdom teeth out and it's like why they're part of my body like i'll just wash better like i don't just, know but just out of like my experiences right now yeah we are covered with work to do it mm-hmm like whenever you find like a week off where you just like I feel like doing a body modification or something just just, just get, get your wisdom teeth pulled because I thought the same thing they said to me years back they were just like you have all four of your wisdom teeth still do you want to get those pulled because they might cause you problems later down the line no nah, they're fine now they're like yeah they're probably going to be fine now this wisdom tooth in my right is growing out and pushing my back molar out of its fucking socket and that oh, okay. is what's hurting. Every time uh, I bite down, there's just extreme pain in my whole face. Oh, okay. So, mm. so if you ever have the inclination to get something ripped out of your head, maybe do it. <laughs> okay. Dental coverage. Yeah. I, it, I heard you swell up like crazy, though, and have to eat, like, cream corn. I don't want that. Dude, I don't, I don't that. either. I want to eat a burger again. <laughs> like... I was told once, like, if you eat a lot of vitamin B something, it prevents the swelling from even happening. But I don't know if that's true. I don't know if that's true. So, I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. Sorry. I went on too long. No, it's totally fine. That's what we're here for. <laughs> What's the next question? Uh, Allison writes in again. I've recently been playing the Layton versus Wright games, so I have to ask you guys, Team Professor Layton or Team Phoenix Wright? I've never played a Phoenix Wright game, so Layton is the default for me, I guess. Hmm. Phoenix Wright, and that Ace Attorney movie was real good. I actually heard that, too. It was real good. It's like just the plot of the first game. I'm trying to, like, I, I played through the first Phoenix Wright game and the first Professor Layton game with joy, and then the second Layton game kind of started wearing me down. Hmm. Uh, and then I played Miles Edgeworth and couldn't finish it. <laughs> so I don't know. I kind of have like a similar level of like, eh. 
probably Layton, I guess, just because I find those games more engaging with all the riddles and puzzles and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, there's just more to it. It's not literally just a visual novel that's kind of find the thing to proceed. Right. Is it this? No. Is it this? No. Also, the Is hat. It- the hat. Uh, stovepipe. I don't know. But yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. So probably Layton. Okay. Yeah, it annoys me when people say there aren't any good video game movies anymore. Because Ace Attorney is literally just the plot of the video game turned into a movie. And it's really good. There's Mortal Kombat Annihilations out there, so people are dumb. Wait. Like that? The anime or is is the live action? It's a live action movie. Yeah. With Sketchy Miike made it, it's out, it exists. It's real. Yeah, I saw it in a theater. That's crazy. It was a special showing at a Japanese. I should watch that. Okay. It's just literally the first video game, all of it? Yeah. Yeah, the first, the plot of the first game. Wow. Okay. That's just a legal drama in Japan. A, the weird thing when they there's when a trial and the guy throws out confetti. It's sort right. of darker, like more futuristic, a bit okay. in style. Yeah, but but it's all there. Like the characters look are dressed up like those characters. And there's a ghost in it. He consults a ghost for. Yep. And that's the exact plot of the fucking games. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So what was that? I don't know. Leighton Phoenix Wright. Phoenix so tie. Okay. Yeah. Okay. There you go. There you go. Last question comes in from Mario 64 Mario. Most anticipated game releases for this year. Also, Paul, I know you're thinking about getting a Vita. Is it going to be an actual Vita or PSTV? PSTV is pretty limited for game compatibility, but the trade-off is an HDMI output and a PS3 slash 4 controller. Actual Vita, fuck the PSTV. What about the anticipated game releases? <laughs> okay. Um, when, when I Every time I check my inbox, my heart sinks a little bit. When the hell is Grand Theft Auto V on PC actually coming out? Because I think it's coming in April for me now. It is. Yeah, they pushed it back again. Awesome. So it's the answer is never. <laughs> <laughs> well, if it's still this year, uh, that remake of that game from like two years ago. That was sure. great. Yeah. Um, other than that, I I don't know. Like yeah. I, I don't keep tabs yeah, as me neither. so... Theoretically, it's supposed to come out this year, but I could easily see it get pushed back. Persona Five. Actually, you're right. Actually, yes, I have like my Catherine box deluxe edition was. Yeah, I saw it today. I was like, oh yeah, right. There's a new one from those guys coming out. I will play that on a PlayStation Three in twenty whenever that comes (laughs) out. Twenty whenever. Yeah. 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 It's supposed to come out 2015. I don't really expect that though and i hope i hope i don't i don't want to read the news sometimes because it might just be sad news but I, is zero skate the third one is that guy gonna get to make that because god damn it virtue's last reward ends with the greatest tease and i need to play what they create but i don't know if it's gonna happen but i want it to happen so yeah and i i, I, I it came up earlier today of just like next gen stuff like honestly like a D four is the only thing I still care about, but it's one episode. Yeah, or is Swery ever gonna make more, or did it fail? Like, is it done, dead in the water? It did. It didn't do. It didn't sell very well from everything I hear. So I don't know. And it, it's just downloadable, right? It's not like I can buy a physical disc yeah. to like, yeah, just have it as an insurance thing. That kind of thing. It's episode. It's a prologue and two episodes. Okay. Mm. 
Well, yeah. So, <laughs> so what was that? It was like a port of an old game, uh, Persona 5, which is a legit new thing, and then two sequels to things that may or may not ever exist. <laughs> that's, what I, that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I don't yeah, look I tried... forward to stuff because then I don't get disappointed. That's a good yeah. plan. That's a good plan. Yeah, and video games, it's like, when, who knows when the fuck this shit's going to come out, There's so I don't want to... Like, I don't want to... There's so much media out there about stuff. It's weird, like, though, because I remember when I was, like, during the GameCube era, like, just pre-ordering stuff, getting super yeah. excited, reading previews, trailers, whatever. Even during the early PS3 era. It's just like, oh, man, I can't wait, I can't wait. Oh, I'm going to get that. I'm, gonna, I'm so excited. I had, like, a list, like, just giant list of all the games I wanted. Yep. Dumb shit was on there that I never ended up buying, like, Vex. I was super excited about Vex. <laughs> and then, oh, I have like, a friend who was super excited about Vex, too. <sighs> yeah, but then, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I got Star Fox Adventures, like, day one. Got that t-shirt. Oh, yep. man, Star Fox Adventures. Yep. But I, I got I, dinosaurs. Yeah, it, did, it does have dinosaurs with, like, not enough dialogue recorded, so it just repeats over and over. Uh, it's kind of like Zelda. GameCube games have weird audio limitations. Oh, maybe that contributed. Yeah, like but I think Luigi's Mansion has like one song for the whole game. <laughs> it kind of yeah, it does. It's a good song though. Like I got some credits. If it's Koji Kondo, it's like you got to make a song that won't drive people insane if they hear it for like five hours, like in a, like all over and over. Yeah. But I think that's that kind of the song with video game music writing of those fucking of those tiny discs was they couldn't fit a lot of music on them. Mm. Mm. I could see it format thing but yeah okay um so yeah don't don't look forward to stuff just you know enjoy the moment the last thing i looked forward to was gta 5 on pc look where that got me yeah that, still like, sitting here that was just a brutal reminder of don't look forward to something because it will just ruin everything <laughs> no so. well like that month in january i was like man can't wait to the end of this month it's gonna be sweet and then it's just like no it's not we can't wait until mid-march it's gonna be all right, fuck it. <laughs> I'm just gonna, like, eventually it'll come out and I won't care anymore and I'll play around in first person for a little bit and be like, what was I even doing? Like, why was I expecting? Like, like, I'm not even that looking forward to it. I was just kind of... I know, yeah, I just want to drive that. around and in Los Santos again and know. listen to music. I want to do heists. Yeah, I want to do the multiplayer, honestly, but yeah, whatever. Do some heists. Because I don't have payday. <laughs> Which is literally all about heists. Heists the game. <laughs> Yeah, player base for Payday spiked. It's gone up a bit with whatever they done before the free weekend. Even it did. Oh, did it? Yeah. It was like six on Steam charts. They're doing that. You know or, that like uh, mentality of when a club is exclusive. Yeah. That, like you want to be in it, sort of thing. They did that. That's the thing. Spart was getting so mad about on Twitter. It was basically. There's a $20 overkill pack that you can buy, and you just don't get anything out of it until they release it when this, like, event is over. So you're paying $20 for, like, the mystery box, essentially. Oh, fuck that. I bought it, because... Yeah. I, there's two options. There's two ways this could go. I just hate that shit. There's two ways it could go. Whatever is in the box is so great that every single person that didn't buy it is fucking furious that they didn't get in. Like, the people that play Payday. That they mm -hmm. didn't get in on it. Or it could go the opposite way, where everybody that paid for it is pissed off that what's in the box was, like, literal dog shit. Mm -hmm. 
but you'll get to ride that zeitgeist <laughs> that's kind of the thing i'm not even riding the zeitgeist really like i'm just i bought it and then i forgot all about it and i will yeah, look at enough. what it is when they unveil it <laughs> yeah so i don't know it doesn't really matter to me either way because i like, like I, I play that game yeah. a lot i like it so what's a little bit more money to support them for doing more content eventually it's not a big deal yeah fair enough it's kind of gross though <laughs> I mean, yeah. I do like that Evolve has like no player base with all the gross shit they did. Yeah. They're down to like 3000 concurrent players. Like that's way down on the charts. That's 2000 more than they deserve. That's like their I forget what games were down there. Yeah. There were so many people trying to justify the shit they were pulling to with all that DLC and saying it's all aesthetic and stuff. It's like yeah, all this stuff in the store day one is aesthetic, which doesn't matter to me because if you buy the game, then sure, like you can buy other stuff if you want. What bothered me is the fact that there was a bunch of different editions for more money that will unlock game content. Yep. Eventually. And it's yeah, even eventually. worse that it's not even like it would actually be better if it had all the problems that it was having or whatever. Wait. <laughs> We lost what? our video. Four hour video call, you <laughs> lose video. Four hour video call, you lose Hold video? It. I guess so. Is that what we happens heard. now? I guess that's a new Skype thing. That's a feature. Huh. Thanks, Microsoft. <laughs> okay. Well, what? Group video calling. Okay. Did... Well, it's back, apparently. Weird. I just clicked on the button. Sorry, group video is not available right now. Except for me? Like, what? I'm not available now? <laughs> Hey, Paul's drawing. Okay, I okay. Yeah, I guess That's, I'm not back. I guess Microsoft's telling us to <laughs> talk about heist more. So, That's do you ever right. see that movie Heat? Uh, I heard yeah. that Danny Trejo's like fake blood was still in that apartment like 15 years later when it was still on the market. Huh? Crazy, okay. right? Yeah. Like just under the carpet. Is that like, a oh, what's this? Or a, a problem with it? I don't know. Like I, I'd be. Like, oh, this is the Danny Trejo corner right here, but you can't, I don't but know. But you'd have to, like, keep all your stuff around it. Like, you'd always be, it'd be like a yeah. corner of your house that you wouldn't be able to use. Or, like, yeah, treat not how you want to. Like, set up yeah. a table or something there just to kind of keep people off of it. I don't know. That movie's okay. It's, I haven't watched it in a while. This video is so fucked up. You don't even know. <laughs> oh, my God. We should end Ow. this anyways because it's getting late. So yeah, all right, enough. all right. So, Nathan, uh, closing thoughts. How does it feel to be talking on the internet? Uh, it's 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 fine. It's like a phone call. Like, back in when I was young, I used to phone my friends and talk to them for a long time about, like, Godzilla movies and stuff. So I'm still doing that, essentially. <laughs> uh, so that's that's fine. Um, that it's on the so, internet, it's fine. Does Majora's Mask go in the barrel? Uh, yeah. Sadly, I think. Just mis like misplaced N64 nostalgia goes in the barrel and its personification is that game now. I there's things I like about it, but there's there was so many little tedious things I'd totally forgotten about. And yeah, all kind of came to a head in the Great Bay Temple. So yeah. If you if you, if people out there are still enjoying it, that's cool, but I guess it's like it's worth playing through once in your life, but you can't play through it again. Sure. Like it's just it's not worth it again, which is probably true of a lot of video games. 
but I, I thought this one would be one of those transcendent ones, and it wasn't for me. So, yeah, I'm, I'm almost worried about some of my plans of the past to, like, play through Deadly Premonition again and, like, stuff like that. Because it's just like, well, I had that thrill ride once. Mm-hmm. And it was, like, mm-hmm. a full 40-hour thing. Like, I spent a lot of time with it. Do, do I need to do that again? Like, maybe if I forget how the whole story plays out. But I won't. Like, I remember the ridiculous dumb stuff that happens at the end of that game. So, I don't know. Replaying stuff. Like, maybe that's, like, almost one of the things I really... Like, I brought up Shadow of the Colossus before, briefly, just talking about Team Eco stuff. But I like how short it is, because you can kind of just jam through it and see 16 unique boss battles, and then you're done. Like, it's replayable in a weird way. That, I don't know. Hopefully that still stands up to you, though. I didn't finish it last time I played it. Mm-hmm. Games, they're not movies. I, I watch movies yeah. over and over again. <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah. But I guess a, mo- a movie about a city planner wouldn't be interesting, really. So they have mm-hmm. their role, right? It's like, oh, i got to design these subways differently. This is terrible. It's like, no, just it could play, be play a video very game. very interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah maybe depend you could i could see how they could do it interesting though it could happen yeah do you prefer scott pilgrim the game or scott pilgrim the movie it or the comic matter. book the game doesn't exist anymore what what do you mean the game doesn't exist anymore I they can't lost sell it anymore they lost licensing fees so it's no longer available to anybody one of those games what but like if you own it already you can play it i don't know actually I, I would assume so. I think you can, but you, but you might not be able to re-download it if you lose your download copy. Oh, that's shitty. So that might what, happen. Ubisoft lost, like, didn't renew their license or something, and it's just gone now? Maybe. Yeah. Or maybe... It's Oni usually Press, licensing deals that's what happens. Maybe Press like, sold it to somebody else. I guess that's a weird it's usually thing. Usually those deals expire and people don't rebuy them. It's why that kind of stuff happens. I guess th- that's always been true. You're right. But, like, since there's not a physical copy, it's not like someone has a backup of it. So it's just, like, gone now. Yeah. That's 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 just a weird... Like, you know, oh, I can't... You know, Friday the 13th for the NES, they're never going to re-release that because who would bother? But I can buy the cart at, like, a garage sale and play it. Like, it still exists. Whereas... Yeah, I'm just boned if I want to play that. I, that's actually been one of my fears with D4 is it's just going to go off the servers eventually and I will never have downloaded it to an Xbox One because I didn't have an Xbox One. Yeah. And then I'm just fucked. I can never see what that was, which I, that's not a problem. Other, th- you know, it's like, oh, I'll just buy that movie later or I'll just buy a Dreamcast and those game discs and then I can play it. I think Candonia in the chat may be speaking some truth. He's saying... Licenses are time of purchase, so if you bought it, then you have it, but if not, then you can't now. Yeah. Thing. So, that makes but, sense. Uh, there are a lot of, um, like, all the license, a lot of the licensed fighting games on XBLA fell off, like, don't exist on it anymore. Yeah. You can't buy them. Yeah, th- I mean, the first time I encountered that was the, uh, what is that? Beat em up? Double Dragon. The remake that was on Xbox Live Neon? Arcade. No, there was just like a port of it that oh, was on Xbox Live Arcade same with in like Contra, 2007. Actually. Yeah, those Konami. I I bought it and then it was just like, no, you can't play it anymore. The and then I tried re-downloading is, it and it wouldn't even work. There's discs though with those on them. Oh, like, like weird XPLA compilations? compilations. Yeah. Hmm. There are. Okay. I don't know if like 
that one specifically on it, but Contra is. Oh, right. Hmm. It's I bought it, but then the 360 I bought it on bricked, yeah. like red rings, and yeah. then I got a new one, so I had to be on Xbox Live to then re-download my stuff, but it had since been taken down, so I just have like this useless demo that can't be upgraded to the real game. But it's like a shitty port of Double Dragon, so who cares? But it's still kind of weird. I don't know who Fuckface Unstoppable is, but that's making me even more nervous. They said, hey guys, I'm watching you from the hospital. I might die. Wisdom tooth removal gone wrong. Enjoy the show. Enjoy the show. <laughs> it's just messing with you. It's fine. It's it's a dick move. If you want to play something like Scott Pilgrim again, though, the creators of that put out another game on Steam called Phantom Breaker Battlegrounds or whatever. Mm-hmm. So you can play that. It's basically Scott Pilgrim without licensed characters and like in a way kind of better for that reason so like they can create their own environments and like bosses and stuff like that oh okay so yeah but um between the comic book and the movie yeah i like the comic book better Hmm. but the movie i like the movie a lot too so yeah any interest in i think i agree like did any did either of you read brian leo malley's like follow-up yes it was pretty good yeah it wasn't bad like I've seen it in stores and stuff, I kind of looked at it, but what? Like so, okay. What's it about? I don't even really. Is that the one with the like girl going on vacation or something? Is that what we're talking about, or is that the one before? Second, no, lost the lost sea or something. Lost was sea. Was, thing. Was that before? that was before Scott Pilgrim? Okay, sorry, I didn't read the follow up. Then I read Lost Sea. Um, I think I have it over here. Let me see if I can find it. Seconds, that's what it's called. Yeah. This thing. That's the one. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I haven't read that. Yeah, it's really good. Okay, what's it about? Um, what's this? It's about a, a like a, a woman who's, she's like a chef, and she's going to open her own restaurant. And she has like this, this place she buys is like haunted by this, this weird girl who steals her sweater. Yeah, okay. sort of owl-like. Okay. Yeah. All right. It's good. Haunted I chefs. recommend it. There you yeah. go. And there you have it. That's it. That's Burning the podcast. Uh, N64 era stuff went in there. Um, hey, what are you se- throwing in? 71. Probably. 71 yeah. goes in the barrel. Anything for the barrel, Paul? Or like This week, no. Not like, you know, misplaced... MOBA knowledge or something like people no. <laughs> people okay. go in the barrel yeah. yeah people I mean if you cut them up enough you can throw mm-hmm. them in the barrel there you have it on that grim note <laughs> March 17th now 2015 that sounds about right that sounds like yeah, yeah. yeah. thanks everybody We're, I'm tired now yeah are you yeah, gonna be enough. back or are you done forever no, I'll be back at some point once I've stored up some things to to say. Okay. Yeah. Got to charge that energy. Yeah, yeah, charge up the, you know, Just, media stuff. I mean, I didn't even talk about the life and death of Colonel Blimp, so stay tuned to next time. What? Yeah. Holding out. Like two hour, 40 minute British movie from the 40s. Super good. That oh, my God. terrible. That sounds no, so bad. No, it's so good, but it's so nuanced as to how I can explain why I thought it was good. Oh, okay. Yeah, it it did stuff for me. I thought it was cool. Okay. Yeah. 
Tune in next time for that, maybe. <laughs> Hell yeah. All right, see you guys later. Alan Pressburger for life. Bye. Uh...